is Michelle Obama an angry black woman? Annalyn McCord's nipple. Mitt Romney goes hunting. Mississippi lets murderers loose. Should teens be allowed to grind each other? Are we killing Iranian nuclear scientists? Should we teach sex in second grade? Is smoking weed good for you? And my guest Bobby Lee talks hookers, drugs, and being shot in the head. All this and more during the... Last week on Earth. Ben Lee. Do not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my God, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. But did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic, girly man. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no side. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. It is mid-January 2012. As the Mayans grimly predicted the last year of the planet earth and i still don't even know if it's they if it's that they, they predicted it or if they just stopped doing the calendar and we're making a lot of i don't know which one it is we don't know nobody knows for a fact nobody has recordings of the mayans I, i've never seen people say this these eight mayan guys have this diary where they were like really excited about their their premonition about the planet ending there's nothing it's just some wooden it's the stone it's a stone calendar with wood parts. That's my. I haven't researched what it's made of. I don't know how much. Taking a guess, guys. This is last week on Earth. Thank you for listening. Brought to you this week by assholes. We make people with just basic manners seem very nice by comparison. Uh, Friday the thirteenth just passed during this last week, and I read an article online that. I was not surprised by the U.S. economy loses around $900 million every time Friday the 13th rolls around um, because superstitious people are afraid to do things like fly, get in their car, fucking buy items. This year the day occurs three times. We're going to have three Friday the 13ths, and the economy is going to take the fucking hit like a champ. It's got no choice. We're a superstitious nation. We believe in things we don't understand. What did Stevie Wonder say in the song Superstition? When you believe in things you don't understand, then you struggle. Superstition had a day. Don't forget those words. Ever. Because if you do, may God be with you. Good luck. It's a wild world out there. Ooh, baby, baby. It's a wild fucking world. It's another lyric. It's not even by Stevie Wonder. He's never seen anything. But his heart and his soul. So you believe what he says. Uh, we believe in all kinds of things. We believed in Tim Tebow this last week. After his miracle playoff win the week before, we talked about it. 
people thought maybe Jesus is back on Tebow's team. Maybe he's back supporting the Broncos again. He said, fuck my fantasy team. I'm actually going to give give it a little more heart. Back up Tebow again, the man who gives me so much props. And they got murdered by Tom Brady and the Patriots. Tom Brady, amazing badass, has children, I think, with Giselle Bunction. At least he, you know, is banging her with his, with his Patriot penis. And now he destroys them 48 to 10 was the score. 48 to motherfucking 10. Um, it's pretty bad. So does this disprove God? I think at the very least, it, it proves for a fact God doesn't give a shit about football. Can we at least agree to that rationality with religious belief in this world? Believe that God cares about your big things. We'll argue that later. But he does not give a shit who wins the football game. When you win a football game, why do you say, first thing I do is to thank God? Why? For helping you make millions of dollars and spend most of that on cocaine. I don't think God is, wants you to do cocaine. That's a weird belief to have. But, you know, it's enough sports talk. Um, last week, by the way, we also, I have very good news to announce, we won the CrowdRise Mozilla $25,000 contest that we were supporting that Sophia Bush was running and uh, Yael Cohen with her Fuck Cancer organization. We won that shit. Beat out Seth Rogen and... Uh, David Blaine, whose ice in his ass is now officially melted, as well it should be melted, right? Um, and raised one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars plus twenty five thousand bonus prize. So that's like one hundred sixty sixty one hundred five five thousand dollars. Okay. I have an Asian guest a little bit later who maybe can shed light on the math of that. Um. My dear friend, a very talented comedian, actor, you know him from Mad TV, like eight seasons on that show. Um, Harold and Kumar movies, you know him from Pineapple Express. Hilarious comedian Bobby Lee is my guest. We're bringing him on a little bit later. And um, I've known Bobby longer than I've known any comedian ever. I've known each other since 1996 when I was 14 years old. Away. And that's just a fucking fact. You can't hide from your age. You can't run from time. If I could keep time in a bottle. Oh, the nasty things I do. That's Jim Croce. It's an an altered version of Jim Croce. So I'll be in Billings, Montana, January 20th and 21st this weekend. One show per night at Manny's. You did that gig. Bobby Lee has done that gig. So. Hopefully it'll be great. Maybe he'll tell me about it. But come on out. Tickets at montanacomedy.com. Lucas Seeley gig. What? Uh, as we always like to, be, you know, clue in on a little portion of my life for a moment from this last week before we delve into the news items of the planet. Because first things first. I'm kidding. It just seems like a better order to get it out of the way. Um, I hosted the Porn Awards last week. The X-Biz Awards. Um, JR underscore 232 on Twitter wanted to know how it went. It, it, um, a little disappointing in lack of fucking backstage, first of all. That was embarrassing to their industry, I think. 
I mean, there were a couple of super drunk porn stars, drunk slash probably on certain drugs, that were a little bit in, maybe too fucked up to be presenting on a stage in like 80-inch heels. And I saw a couple pairs of titties sort of backstage, I think. Um, But that's it. So... And also the weird thing about it, it was a lot of fun to do. It was a really fun evening. Larry Flint got the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, and he's a huge symbol of free speech in this country and hot pussy of both those. Forgive the terminology. You might say the ability to speak freely. I call it freedom of speech. Interesting. Um, but the weird part about it was a very loud crowd. I've never in my life performed in front of a worse crowd for comedy. I walked out, and for my opening monologue, I spent a week writing it. I should have just done fucking normal stand-up jokes for my act because I go walk out there, nobody is with 1,500 people. There's like beach balls tossing back and forth, silicone implants, chicken cutlets fucking being bantied about across the room. It was loud as fuck. They didn't even quiet down for Larry Flint's 10-year icon of the Industry Achievement Award. It's a man struggling to speak in a wheelchair, and they're like, shut the fuck up. We got we got a bottle. We got chicken. We got glitter on our fucking table. So the industry, the state of the industry is strong. I will say that. But nobody heard a fucking joke that I told. Um, That's unfortunate. Especially because my favorite joke that I told, and it's this, this joke is not suitable for work. So if you're at a work loudspeaker on your computer, turn the volume down. But my first joke was, I'm a huge fan of porn. That's why I'm very honored to be here today. Um, although I guess, you know, really, if I were a really big fan, I should have pulled out of hosting and come on his face. Um, and no one heard it. There was like three people in the front that were like kind of laughing. And I was bummed. I got off stage and I go back to my dressing room. I swear to God, Dave Navarro walks in. The only celebrity was at, was at, the, was at the Porn Awards. He seemed like a very nice guy. Um, when I asked him what celebrities would be there, they said probably just Dave Navarro. And that was true. He came up to me and I'm like, he's like, dude, that was funny. I heard everything. It was great. And I'm like, uh, nobody was listening. And he goes, I just wish they would have quieted down. He goes, Bro, you've, you have triple X hardcore porn stars in the room. They're not going to quiet down for your jokes. It was good. Don't worry about it. It's, that's the culture. I guess that is. Huntsman dropped out this week. What was his first name? Brian? Fred? It's John Huntsman, but the point is no one gives a shit about him. He dropped out. No one even noticed. He dropped out and Santorum's official statement was, oh yeah, I've met John and his lovely wife and family and wish him the best. I've met him. You've debated him 8,000 times in the last two minutes. So he dropped out. No one gave a shit. I wish Huntsman well myself. Go have a pizza with Herman Cain. Let him rub up your upper thigh and get to know you a little bit. Now that you guys are have the time to connect. Love lift us up where we belong. That was, uh, I don't know, Sergio Mendez, maybe? I have no idea. I have no idea. Romney is trying to prove his bona vides, his bona fides, if you will, trying to prove his Republican medal, his real man medal. How to prove he's a hunter. In the last campaign, four years ago, when he ran for president, he, they asked him about what he likes about hunting. He literally goes, 
I I go hunting for little varmints, rabbits and pheasants and you know little varmints. I catch lots of varmints. You call them varmints. You got that from Yosemite Sam. You literally got that from I'm gonna give me a varmint and thought that's the terminology. So here's him trying to reestablish his hunting cred at the Republican debate last night or two nights ago that aired during this planet oh week. I remember that you were teased mightily a few years ago for saying you hunted varmints. I just wonder if you've gone hunting since 07. <laughs> um, I'm not going to describe all of my great exploits, uh, uh, but uh, uh, I, went, uh, I went moose hunting, actually. Not moose hunting, I'm sorry. Elk hunting uh, with friends in Montana, been pheasant hunting. Uh, I'm not a, the, the great uh, hunter uh, that, that, uh, that some on the stage... Rick Perry, my guess is you're, you're a serious hunter. I'm not a think you're serious hunter, but I, but I must admit I had. I guess I, I, I enjoy the sport, and when I get invited, uh, I'm delighted to be able to go hunting. Senator Sam. Uh, 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 I, I certainly, and when, when somebody hands, puts put a gun in my hand and says, you have to do this to become president, I certainly enjoy it, and I enjoy killing the elk, moose, deer, elk, skunks. Skunk, skunk hunting? I've been skunk. I, I call it these varmints. Fuck. Call it that again. He was nervous during that answer, huh? He's, a, he's this insincere guy, Romney. Comes off like a skeeveling, skenniving guy, and that's not even words either of those. So that tells you something. The guy makes you feel things you've never felt before. Because they don't fucking exist. And it's just so hilariously absurd to me that we live in a nation where one of the things that's important to us to become president is if you hunt yeah he's great ideas for the future but can he kill shit when does he kill shit show me that he can kill creatures not even ones we're angry at just i want to see him murder shit oh i guess actually that i'm gonna rethink that the first time in my life maybe that actually does make some sense there is a lot of killing involved in being president we're not gonna make you kill a couple people kill a couple random brown people in another country just to prove it so i guess killing a couple animals doesn't you know i guess that makes sense you want to know he can do it. I'd like to see him kill him with his bare hands. Harrison Ford would do it on an airplane. Get off my plane. God, that was intense to do. I like woke up by just tightening my face and blood vessels. I burst a blood vessel this week in my eye. That sounded worse than it needed to be until I said the word eye. But I woke up with a burst of blood vessel. Had to do this um red carpet event on Friday night at Seth Rogen's Celebrity for Charity event. And I have a fucking burst of blood vessel. Listen, I'm already uncomfortable enough with my girlish figure, and I feel like I've put on some pounds after the holidays, and then I have a burst blood vessel, and everybody's looking at it. I got through it. You know, I got through it. Thanks to the love of God and the love of L'Oreal. I'm easy and breezy, guys, but I got feelings, too. I'm easy, breezy, cover girl with a heart and feelings. So, guns are important in the Republican Party. They just are. So much so that I meet the press this Sunday. Newt Gingrich was trying to create a distance, create create some kind of a uh, contrast between him and Newt and uh, Mitt Romney. This is what he said was a big plus about him and not about Romney. Well, I think I think that uh, when you come to South Carolina and you learn, for example, uh, that he favored gun control and raised the tax on guns four hundred percent. That has a real impact in South Carolina, and I think people in South Carolina are strongly for the Second Amendment, as I am, and that's a real contrast. I think. 
How often are you buying guns that an extra tax on it's a fucking issue? Where can we tax? Republicans are like, don't tax rich people. How about just the occasions that rich people buy expensive guns once every couple of years? Don't fucking tax those guns. How do you say the phrase, he is for gun control like it's a negative thing? He's for controlling murderous weapons. That's one thing he does that I would never do as president. I would let varmints run free with pistols in the fucking street. Yeehaw! Probably say woo doggies after that. So I'm going to run this nation if you like me. Um, we talked a few weeks ago about how Obama signed for no explicable fucking reason the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, and literally made legal now for the U.S. to detain U.S. citizens just suspected of shady shit without any due process, indefinitely, in prison. Pretty big shitty thing. At least Obama seems to be stepping out this week in threatening to veto the SOPA and the PIPA. I'm not even going to explain what that is. The SOPA and the PIPA. Next story. I'm kidding. The um, SOPA is the Stop Online Piracy Act that the House of Representatives has drafted up, and the PIPA is the Protect Intellectual Property Act um, in the Senate. And both bills' purpose is to – it's drafted on behalf of – by and on behalf of entertainment companies, publishers, pharmaceutical firms, um, all who say it's critical – this act is critical to curbing online piracy that costs these industries billions of dollars a year. First of all, they're still doing well. All these are doing very fucking well. Pharmaceutical firms – Entertainment companies. I get it. You're not making as much off music as you used to, but you're still making a lot of money. And online freedom is more important, I think. That's why I believe it's crucial to oppose SOPA and PIPA. Say no, por favor, to SOPA y PIPA. Porque hay cosas tan malas para nuestro país. Y la verdad es una cosa que no puede aguear con tu ice. So, uh, basically, what people are concerned about is that it's very broad language and legislation, and so not only will it allow the government to deny us access to foreign websites that pirate shit, they can just for all kinds of reasons censor sites, and now we're China suddenly, and we're fucking censoring internet results, and Google's censoring that shit again because they want to make as much money as possible. So... We gotta not allow that to happen. We gotta keep the internet free. Otherwise, you know, I couldn't even be saying this right now. It'd be horrible if it's playing here and actually instead it's like, and sunny bright floor cleaner keeps your sun brighter than your floor. It's a bad name. Over the, the truth. You know, those kind of commercials. While I was saying that, I pictured a Barbara Billingsley like blonde woman with a blue dress, white apron mopping the floor of a kitchen. Just to bring you behind. My mind. By my mind. By my mind. Bring you by my mind. But the White House said, I'll read you exactly what they said, is that they would not support legislation that reduces freedom of expression, increases cybersecurity risk, or undermines the dynamic, innovative global internet. Thank God. Obama's always been tech savvy, understands that shit. Of course, big fight pushed back by News Corp, big boss, Fox owner, Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch. Uh, who complained the White House has caved in to these special interests. He said, and I quote, So Obama has thrown his lot with Silicon Valley paymasters, 
who threaten all software creators with piracy. Plain thievery. He said that on his Twitter account. He's a bald old man with a Twitter account. Very old. Makes Mr. Burns look like Mr. Pre-Burns, if you know what I'm saying. Ha ha! What? But, of course he's afraid of it because he wants to reap as much profit as he can from all of his media holdings. And he should be able to. I believe that as well. But only by keeping the world free and safe, all right? Wikipedia is blacking itself out for 24 hours starting today. As is Reddit, as a protest to this. There will not be access to that. And I think it's cool people are standing up for some shit. And let's not give more of our freedoms away, please. Once you give them away, you can't get them back because you gave them away. And then you don't want to stay anymore. So let's keep them as long as we can, okay? Thomas Jefferson quote I like. I stumbled upon this week. All tyranny needs to gain a foothold is for people of good conscience to remain silent. I got that quote. On the back of a tea bag. As I was dumping the tea bag into hot water and it started to spray spices into my water. And that's the part of the story I want you to focus on. Water, spices, and inspirational quotations. And then I've achieved my goal. And I've achieved my damn goal. Most interesting thing I, I also discovered while researching this story is people still use dial-up. This is blowing my fucking mind. 3.5 million U.S. subscribers that still pay about 1750 a month for AOL's dial-up. I think that was our computer saying, we're going to control you one day, and you're going to have to sit through any sounds we fucking throw down your fucking ear throats. Ears have throats, okay? It was the most... Now you're like, I please, I want to jerk off really soon. St- log on already. How fast can I get to sexynakedlibrarianninjas.com? Let's do this. The other day I stumbled on a porn site. It's amazing what you can just accidentally stumble on the internet called Fat Chicks in Party Hats. And I just fell upon that accidentally after Googling Fat Chicks in Party Hats. And it popped up. It's like, whoa, who asked for this? In point oh six seven seconds. Google is also now personalizing search results. I don't like that. They're going to give you like ones that relate to you, your friends and family by mining data instantly off your shit. I would rather just be able to sift through it myself, thanks. Google's like an invisible digital clamp. Like, I, I, their motto is don't be evil, which is a weird kind of defensive motto. But I pray to God it's true. We have to keep Google honest as a watchdog, as, as a, as a duty, as a citizenry of this planet, because they're controlling information and our GPS and our location. And so, if we're giving somebody big brother powers, we gotta be their parents over big brother and ground them, keep them grounded. 45 to 10, by the way, was the score of the Broncos Patriots game. Not 48 to 10, but still, God could have done better if he was really playing. So I'm assuming he wasn't playing. I'd like to bring on my guest. 
if I could. <laughs> I'd like to bring on my guest. Um, wake up, Bobby. I'm fine. Are you all right? Oh, yeah. You've had delicious green. I know. Wipe me out a little bit. What were you drinking? It's like kale and spinach and broccoli juice. And then the, in the other hand, you have a Red Bull. Yeah, but it's it's sugar free, so, <laughs> so it's much more. It's chemicals. much better for you. Uh, let me let me explain. Just tell people some of the things that, you, that people love you for because I want them to appreciate you fully. Mad TV nine okay. years in the show. Nobody watched. People watched. We had twelve Hispanics watch that show. <laughs> that's that's that was our ratings. We would get photos of Hispanic people. <laughs> Raul Rodriguez watches the show. You played Kim Jong Il on the show. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not going to play Abraham Lincoln. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, you did play John McCain, though. Yeah, but they forced me to do it. We can talk about that later. But okay. they, they forced me to do it. What do you mean? Why you don't want to play John McCain? No, I just, I just don't like playing. Well, I just you don't like playing white people. That are trying to no, support? that's not what it was. Is that him specifically because of the fact that like people that look like me are the ones that tortured him. And then now I'm playing him. There's something weird about that, <laughs> <You're>, right? <laughs> you felt like bad about hands, that. Yeah, because I would do his hands, right? <laughs> and then while I was doing his hands, I was like, oh my God, people that look like me did that to his hands. Mocking the man. Yeah, so it the was... injured. Yeah. Interesting. So you had moral issues about it. A little bit, yeah. And also, I'm not an impressionist, so that was very difficult sure. know, for me to well, do. Well, he just kind of talks like this, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost got Mad TV once, Bobby. What happened? I, don't know, I didn't get it at the end. It was like four auditions. Yeah, I had I had like nine or something. Really? It's crazy. So I guess I wasn't that close. No, I, mine was the no, last No, you're pretty close. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was that year they only did four. I think yeah. I think when I did it, you know, what I mean, it was it was a bigger process, you know. Yeah, because that show was like super hot in the beginning, especially in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I got on, the ratings just went down. Well, yeah, I got to expect that. Because of me? Or? No, no, I'm just kidding. I test well, Bobby. You look great. <laughs> you have a very wily mustache going on right now. Yeah, it's it's my new thing. It is. Yeah, I you know it's um, well, first of all, it's like when you see an Asian person with a mustache, it's like, you know, what I mean, is that real? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you think, is is that real? But it is, you know? It is real. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you want to like milk it. Well, it's, no, when I used to see... Uh, it's growing I, out of your face in 12 different directions. I know. And one day, I want to look like Judge Ito. Yeah, you really <laughs> kind of do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hunt your mustache. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, that's how, I, that's how it's, varmints. that's how it started us uh, during the OJ trial. I, as you know, I was younger uh-huh. and I would see Judge Ito and I would go, oh my God, I want whatever that is. It's like he dipped his chin in Rogaine or something. You know what I mean? It's like, so creepy looking. Dude. Yeah, it's creepy. I want to look creepy. Yeah. Yeah. You're pulling it off pretty good. Thanks, buddy. I did a comedy show once recently, actually one of the NPR Comedy Congress tapings with Proops and I don't know if that was the, I don't know who the other person on that one was, probably Alonzo Bowden and Ito was in the front row. No. Judge Ito. I want to meet him. I know. I was like really kind of excited and impressed. Yeah. Even though he was just like a fame hungry celebrity fucking judge. Let me ask you a question. Why do you have guests on? <laughs> I mean, I could literally listen to you for nine, like nine hours. You could, yeah. It, there's Thanks, there's man. a rhythm to what you do, and it's like you go through. I don't even know what you're talking about half the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like fifty percent into it, you're like he covered so much. That's true. You're like a machine. Thanks. Yeah. And I looked at your body. Yeah. When did you get Bo- Gollum's body? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know? I just have horrible posture, dude. It's like skinny so arms, but then you're like, yeah, the the stomach is it's horrible. It's fine. I have to do ab work. Yeah, well, look lit- at my body though. Your body's a little roly poly. Yeah, she had like a scallop. I say we should fucking roll around on the sand and make Maybe. walrus angels. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what was it like? You enjoy? Well, let me just finish saying. Obviously, it's Bobby Lee is here with me. You also know him from the Harold and Kumar movies. You know him from Pineapple Express. 
What was it can like? Pitch, can we pitch stuff that I'm gonna be in? Yeah, please. Nothing. No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the movie The Dictator, the Sasha Baron Cohen movie. Oh shit! Nice. Like four scenes in it. Nice, like, yeah. dude. That looks fun. That movie with Ben, with ben Kingsley. I did well, with ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley? Yeah. No shit. So much fun. Yeah. That is fucking awesome, dude. And then, um, and then my career's over after that. No, it seems like it's climbing. It's not. What, what was it like working with Sasha Baron Cohen? That guy is a comedic genius. He really is. Sasha, um, I've known him for a long time. Really? Yeah. And one of my favorites. It's one of those situations where he, and I don't know why, whenever people think they want to work with me, I don't know why. I just don't, I, I just have low self-esteem. So right. It's like, but so Sasha, Sasha wanted me, you know, they wanted me in Bruno, not Bruno, yeah, Bruno, and then work out, I guess, and then, um, they just they gave me this part in in the dictator, so I was very excited. I mean, I huge fan of his. Is he still in character all the time when shooting a scripted movie, or is that just what he would it's do? So for It's so weird. Like he is unlike what you think he's going to be like. You know what I mean? Like he has kids, beautiful wife, nice guy, um, very religious. He's married to Isla Fisher, right? yeah, which means the island of Fisher, yeah, and he's very religious too. Yeah, very religious. And he is, yeah, just a very hands-on, you know what I mean? Not, he's a very nice guy, you know? That's cool. Good, you know, he just always said good morning. He's very respectful. You guys riff a lot or it's on script? No, we do, you know? We and riff. he, um, yeah, and he, I, I, you know, it's flattering that he, he thinks, he's, he's seen me do stand-up. Right. And he actually thinks that I'm, you know, funny. Well, dude, you are hilarious. You, you're one of the best in, I know you like to be high on yourself, but you're, one of the most in-the-moment comedic performers I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. You're really funny, man. I feel like it, though, because you do it for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? It becomes like you yeah. don't think you're fucking writing reports great every day either when you're at a normal job. Yeah, and you don't, and you feel, you feel the same. True. And you remember when we met? Mm -hmm. I met Ben when he was going to UCSD, mm -hmm. and you had your talk show on the UCSD college campus. Yeah, the Glebe Show. Glebe Show. Yeah. And am I too? No, I'll just bring it. Maybe be better for audio. And then, um, and then I was your, like, I was an open micer in the La Jolla Comedy Store in San Diego, and you asked me to be on your show, and I guessed, I guessed on your show. I did some stand up, and yeah. I paneled, I believe. You paneled. And I was young and skinny. Yeah, dude, you, you look great. It was 1996. I cannot believe it. It was 1996, and, um, <clears throat> I, was a freshman in college, still had a speech problem and talked really awkwardly and weird. Yeah. Was trying to work through it, and you were two years into stand up. That's crazy. And you were just asked by Polly to open in Vegas, but you, I remember you told me a story, um, about a performance that went badly at yeah. this little place called Tio Leo's. Yeah, yeah, Tio Leo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I have uh, such a great memory. Well, no, only mostly because I listened to it last night, and here's a clip of no. that exact interview. From 1996, me and Bobby Lee. She's so self-centered, you know. Um, <laughs> um, what has been your worst experience doing doing on stand-up on stage or off stage? Well, I think I think when I did it, I, the, the second gig I ever had, I was at Tio Leo's. It's over there by uh, I think Sports Arena area, and I had no jokes at all. Mm -hmm. And I was on stage. There was like 30 people in the audience, and uh, I'm doing my act, and I'm like, I'm eating it. You know, sweat's coming down. People are hating me, booing. So I pulled down my pants, and I stick my nuts out of my underwear, and I flap it at the audience. The manager comes out, drags me by my hair outside, and he's about to beat me up. And the producer of the show, you know, 
saved me, and they closed that venue down forever. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, wow. that was the worst. That seems like a bad track record. No, I don't do that anymore. Since then, it's been going up. All right. What? You said I don't do that bit anymore. But we oh, sound yeah. so. Yo, so it's so different. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm talking like this, and then I'm, um, Atilio is like, I mean, so when did I ever like, sound like uh, that? Another thing, Bobby, <laughs> like to ask yeah. another question about. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what? A, wow, it's crazy. isn't that weird? Crazy. To hear? You're the first, you know, legit comedian that I met, and then I, you know, I, I, I remember being very excited that you did my show because you're already like doing kind of good and doing things I wanted to be doing one day in my life, and yeah. it was really cool, man. Your stand up set killed. Do you feel that? I can't believe I haven't quit yet. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, what, like, what drove me to keep going? It's so weird. I know. Just the suffering and the pain of it. You know You've what I mean? You've been doing stand-up now for, what, 16 years? Oh, my years? God, I've man. been doing it for, like, 12 years. Plus we that deserve, show, like, 16. medals or something. We fucking do. But we don't got nothing. I know, dude. I <laughs> have know? a couple laminates from premieres. Yeah, I have, yeah. Fear sweats and, you know, all that stuff, man. <laughs> That's quick. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, do you... Remember that time? Do you remember when you were getting started? And how does it feel different now? It's it, back then. It was so exciting, right? Because you have to understand, like at that point, I had never like been with a re- regular girl. You know what I mean? You were with like no, 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 no. Because I grew up cutouts. no, because I grew up in um, San Diego, right? So you know, we would go down to Tijuana and go to the brothels. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because I, you know, I'm like I was a five foot two. Five foot one little Asian kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like they didn't like me, right? So I just go. You know what? I'll just. It was so cheap back then. At what age did you first go to? I think 16 or 17. You know, you would go down there to Adelita or Chicago Club. There are brothels down there and you would pay your $35, $40. You know what I mean? And you would get laid. Were the girls hot or was it just like? Um, I'm telling you right now, they ship them from all over the world. Really? Brazil. To Tijuana? Yeah, I'm telling you right now. And and it's also, yeah, and there's also like hundreds of girls. It's still open today. Just on the floor, some Asian girls, girls that look white. Brazilians. What? And yeah, it's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah, so we would go down there all the time. So it's like at that time, it was exciting because stand up was the only thing that made girls notice me. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing aphrodisiac. That's for sure. As a quick side note, to, then we'll pop right back to that. I should just uh, preview what's going to happen in this episode since we're already 30 minutes deep. We're going to chat a few more minutes, and Bobby's going to join me for other stories. And, um, and we're going to cover everything else that happened on the planet. So we're not going to just chat the whole time, but we got a lot to fucking cover. A lot happened this fucking week and we're going to go through it. But, um, so do you feel that that affected your relationship with women in a weird way? Well, I had no relationship with them before that though. Right. But I'm saying, well, that's true. So it established it. So did that color it in a weird way for you? Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. I mean, how did it affect you? Well, it, it affected me in the sense that like, a, I, I, for some reason, I think that girls aren't going to like me unless they see me kill. Right. Right? Like, instead, you know, they see me in that light. And I just don't think that that's, you know, a healthy way of going about it, really. And then do you, yeah, that, that's how, like, a serial killer wants to meet his wife. Yeah. One, one time I was at the Coffee Bean, which is a magical place. It's where Dream, Dreamweavers hang out. Really? The Coffee Bean on Sunset. I need to go hang there. Dreamweavers. What happened to me once there was amazing. Check this out, bro. This is like... Ahmed Ahmed, you know what I mean? Crystalia things. Right? <laughs> I'm sitting there just drinking coffee and this blonde girl walks up to me. This is years ago. And she just basically goes, listen, I think you're cute and you, you want to hook up. I live right up the street. And I couldn't believe it. I started crying. I started crying right then and they're like, is that a gift from Jesus? Like I thought it was like a divine intervention. You know what I mean? God, I'm like a gift from the Lord. Rather yeah. than seeing Tebow win, he's like, I don't watch Bobby fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, and then it happened. 
right? And it's never happened since. I mean, I've been late since, but you know what I mean? So you went right to her apartment and just uh, It up? was amazing. Oh I still my know her. God. Really? Yeah, she's a nice girl. Do you ever hit it anymore? No. Why? She's dating a rock star. Oh. I can't tell you, I can't get into it. It's Dave Navarro. No, it's not Dave. I love Dave, by the way. He's a yeah. good guy. Very good guy. No, he seems like a really he loves comedy. Person. Yeah. He really he's does. a cool cat. He's married to Carmen Electra. No, they're. He the was married. Oh, yeah, I know that. I was I was at the bachelor party. Really? Which was the most disgusting bachelor party I've ever been to. And it, <laughs> uh, you know, here's what happened. I know we have to go to the other thing, but I got to yeah, tell you what happened. Yeah. This was amazing. Yeah. So, you know, I get invited to Dave Navarro's bachelor party, and I, I've never been invited to anything. Right? right. So I'm in Portland, right, doing a NACA conference. Oh yeah. Okay. That's a college booking conference. Yeah. For those yeah. Who don't know. And um, I was going to fly from Portland to. The, the the Vegas where the uh, the bachelor party right so I just I just thought you know what I'm going to this I have some money you know because I was on mad I had a little bit of money and I was talking to the hottest chick at this at this neck conference and I just say hey I just said hey I'll fly you to Vegas right now and I'll take you to Dave Navarro's bachelor party and she goes really said, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she goes okay <laughs> so I booked a flight I flew her there and then I took her to the bachelor party and then you know what I mean it ha- it happened it happened yeah yeah. But you, you was walk she hotter this, than the one at, at Coffee Bean or? Same level. Same level. Like 8.59, you know what wow, I mean? Yeah. I'm a four, you know what I mean? So that's a good thing. <laughs> so the, 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 but you walk into this bachelor party and you, it, they literally had like girls on tables with dildos, you know what I mean? They're, they're like, you know what I mean? Right. Like they're on a the table and yeah. there's chips around them and chips. guacamole, you know what I mean? And like oh people are God. eating, you know what I mean? There's a little miniature six inch figure <laughs> woman using the chip as a dildo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three of them, one on each corner. Yeah, yeah. Three <laughs> sides, I figured it out. <laughs> Triangles have three fucking sides. Like the gimp was there. I mean, it was like, you know what I mean? Like it was like, you know what I mean? Debauchery. Yeah. Like the, you know, the light was low. You'd bump into like Jack Osborne or you know, some weird guy, <laughs> Screech. You oh, know what it's I mean? like a packed fucking suite. Packed suite. Oh, shit. Of just, you go to different rooms. You know what I mean? Oh, I got to tell you this. Yeah, I got to tell you this one last story. Yeah. I've never told this before. Please. You know where the comedy store is? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you go, yeah, I love, you go there. And um, you know the Hyatt next to it? Yeah. I'm, I went to, after my set, I went to Carney's. This has happened a couple of years ago. I went to Carney's, a hamburger, like, you know, I love a hot dog. I love so, that place. So tasty. I mean, it's a train car. It's like a real train car. You don't it's like from. one in the morning now. I'm walking back from Carney's to the comedy store and there's about eight, 80 Asian chicks in front of the Hyatt. They're all wearing white, right? And I kill it with Asian chicks. <laughs> Not in terms of like, they think I'm sexy, but I know that it's like a 90% like recognition factor. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, yeah. Asian chicks watch mad. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So I walked by and they all want photos and I go, what are you guys doing here? And they go, oh, we belong to an international sex club. What? Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I go, what? So I, I turned into a That's little, from God. I turned, yeah, that was from Jesus too. And I turned into like a little kid, like, what did that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause you don't know that you're shy. What does that mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what do you mean by that, right? And they're like, come up. We rented our whole floor at the Hyatt. Now at the time I was dating Sarah. A girlfriend yeah. of mine, right? Yeah. So I've never, I, I, I didn't cheat her and I wouldn't cheat, right? Yeah. But this is exactly my luck. I go up there, I sit on a couch in a room and these two girls, completely naked, Asian chicks, they're making out on the bed. Oh. Then they both c- come toward me what? and they start kissing my legs. No. I was wearing shorts. No. Yeah. You were yeah. sure? Yeah. And I literally almost exploded like an IED bomb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and I stood explosive up. Yeah, device. I stood up and I ran out of that place. What? Because I can't. I don't oh, cheat. You had the girlfriend. I had the oh, girlfriend at the time. I forgot that part. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah. awesome. You're honorable. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of comics aren't. I know. 
Yeah, I, I I've never cheated in my life either. Either have I, yeah. I can't just get guilt-wise. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I yeah. just, yeah. But that was another gift from up. God. And it would mess up your head and you, that's, that's awesome. Well, yeah. gift from God that you rejected. <laughs> you said, listen, God, I yeah, know yeah. what I want. Maybe that was the devil. Maybe. And maybe the devil was touch, testing me. Maybe the, like devil's the devil inside. Two naked Asian girls. Yeah, yeah. Could be. I could see that actually. Right, you want to go into the topics though? No, I want to talk. Well, we got to go into topics in a minute, but, um, tell me. So obviously mad TV changes your entire no, it life. Doesn't. No, I'll tell you why. And, why. and when people say that, it's ridiculous. What do you mean? I'm gonna tell you right now. But you were just recognized by a group of fucking that's hot a, sex club girls. Yeah, that's the one percent of the human of, of the American population. You know? Right. So here's, I'll tell you how it didn't help. Yeah. Okay. Please. I love. I loved my time on the show. Was the best. It'll be. It's like going to medical school, right? Like you'll never forget. You know, <laughs> right. me, who, you know who you went to co- uh, the college and you know, the medical school with. Yeah. And I have lifelong friends there. I love everyone that I work with. We still call each other like my brothers and sisters. That's cool. But there was, you know, obviously we were against SNL and we never could beat them. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things where you feel like you're on the B team. Yeah, but it's not B team. It's number two. No, yeah, number two team. Okay. But still, you want to be number one. I don't know what it's like to be in the number one team. Okay. But whatever. And then afterwards, there was a two year period where no one called. Really? Yeah. I couldn't get work. Wow. Acting work. So, I, you know, Chelsea yeah. had me on her show, and it re- kind of reinvented me. That's the cool thing. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing that I absolutely recognize is that Chelsea, I guess then for both of us, it's the first time that I've ever been on a hit show. Like yeah, yeah. A true hit. I mean, you know, Matthew was a hit show. No, I mean, we were I, on for yeah. 14 years. That's so, a pretty I mean, that's hit. Yeah, that's yeah, a huge yeah, hit yeah, show. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like it's a number one show, Chelsea. In in that when what that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's often the number one show on E. It's like that's associating us with a, as successful a brand as you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and and, and she's an lot. old friend that you know you know rarely do friends that make it you know yeah. come through. I know it's crazy. You know they usually hoard. You know what I mean? Their fame they hoard. Yeah. You know what I mean? They become more private. You right, know, right. And Chelsea, and I thank her every day. Chelsea is open and she's supportive and she's a good girl and she's mm-hmm. extreme. I've always thought, thought she was very funny. Oh yeah. Extremely intelligent. Quickest wit, one of the quickest quick wits. And, and also edgy. And I've always loved her. I think as an interviewer, she's as quick and witty as Letterman, man. She's yeah, she's great. great. You know what I mean? And she has a, that could be a future thing for her. Oh yeah. She just guest hosted Piers Morgan yesterday and interviewed Piers for the hour. And yeah. she was like perfect and subtle and charming and funny, but really good interviewer too. And let him talk. She'd be great. You know, like after Lana, like maybe, you know, maybe the next tonight show replacement or something. She'd be unbelievable. She'd be great. She'd be unbelievable. Yeah. But like she, yeah, I mean, I mean, she, I only knew her a little bit from before. Like we were, you know, casual club friends, which we have, each of us have a thousand of. Yeah. We always just got along nicely. I thought she was just a sweetheart. But can I say something yeah. about what other comics have made the mistake? Yeah. A lot of comics, a lot of comics, and you know who they are. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. They don't think that women are funny. Okay? A lot of comics feel that way. Yeah. Guy comics. Really? They, I, I know them. I can, they're, some of them have names. <laughs> I'm not going to say who they are. Sure. How about initials? No. Okay. And I have always enjoyed you know what I mean? Everyone. Because maybe because I'm different a little bit, the way I look and stuff, but I've always thought that she was extremely funny. Oh, yeah. I th- I've always thought Whitney Cummings was extremely funny, Natasha, all those girls. Yeah. And um, a, a lot of these guys Berkman. back in the 90s were 
outward, outwardly weird with people like Chelsea and Whitney and these people, right? And now that they're making it, these girls, these comics are like, well, I want to be on the show. Right. And I want to say, no, because yeah. you were such an asshole in the 90s. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas I... I piss on those people. Me too, man. I'm like, fuck you for not being a good human being. That's, I do, let me tell you something. That's what I think I love about you. Is that, you know, you're a human being first before you're a comedian. You've always been respectful, nice guy, hugs, you know what I mean? Genuine, Thanks, genuine guy, you know? And a lot of these guys, it just changes them, man. Right. Into these vultures, you know? Yeah, it's so weird. And Chelsea is one of the few people that's so open. She's brought so many comics up. I remember, like, you know, I've been doing her show for like four years now. Yeah. Done it like 60 times or something. And I remember like a year and a half in after one time, it was one of the first times actually that, that like she made some jokes at me instead of me just doing jokes about celebrities. Cause the, the most common thing people ask me these days when they recognize me is they'll say, man, Chelsea gives you shit. Yeah. And as though it's something or like, as though it's something that should bother me. And I'm like, are you fucking nuts? It's a privilege to be able to entertain people. I don't have an ego about it. I don't give a shit if the joke's at my expense or at Chelsea's expense oh, or at yeah. Subbury's expense. We're, we're comedians. We're fucking jokers. We're here to make people laugh. Yeah. and It's I, out of love. Yeah, it's yeah. all out of love. She has me on her show because she thinks I'm funny. It's, reta- it's, it's I'm trying not to use the word retarded, but it's very retarded. Yeah. To It's just, you know, it's a slowed, retarded method of thinking to think that that's some kind of issue. It's and, not a, it, they, I get that all the time. And so after that first time, uh, show when she turned it on me, I texted her afterwards and I was like, I had so much fun today. And she wrote right back. She goes, you are always welcome on my show. Yeah. And she means it. She's, She's great. had me on every few weeks for two and a half years. Now. I also want to make this point real quick is, yeah. is that, um, and this is for the, your listeners, yeah. you know, that your job and your career doesn't make who you are right. as a person. Right. You know, I, after like for the last five years, I don't, I'm trying to not let, you know what I mean? Where I am in my career, who I'm dating, what I have as a motor vehicle dictate how I feel about myself. Fuck that shit. It's you know so ridiculous. I mean? So I, you know, I have a family. I have a brother that I love. Your brother's awesome. Yeah. I have friends I love. I've, you know what I mean? I have hobbies and I have things that I want to do. And my, I'm trying to make, because you know you're you're in this thing and you go I want to make it and I want to do all these things and yeah. I'm I'm Bobby Lee or whatever it might be you know right, what I mean right. Bang and and it, it it drives you insane and yeah it, 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 yeah you it's always want about. more because you're insecure and you're insecure financially and that's part of what scares you but well not me but anyway uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine but uh, <laughs> I have two houses but anyway uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch how you like my one bedroom apartment. <laughs> Um, but regardless, I've really tried, it's easier for you, but I've tried the same thing to focus in recent years on just being happy with not needing fucking millions of dollars yeah. and everything. Just, if you have like protection, uh, there are plenty of study after study to show my mom keeps telling me about this too, that above poverty level, above around a, a safe amount of money, above like 40 grand a year as a family in America, no matter how much more you make, people have the same exact level of happiness. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you make ten more money, more problems, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Also, sometimes I you see know? it too. Yeah, yeah. I see it around me. I have friends that are very successful. And they have a lot of money, and they're the same. They have the same issues. Yeah, with women, they have the same issues with depression. You know, and you got and and you. I find that when you make a little bit of money 
or gain a little bit of fame or attention, it makes it hard to gauge people's intention sometimes too. Yeah. So it makes your whole experience of the world in some way really kind of weird and dark in a way. Yeah. That's what I don't like about the comedy store because like, it's the club I hang out in. Right. Because you have so many younger comics there or people that have just moved into town. And it's like, and then they talk to you like they know you. Right. I've been there for 15, 16 years, the comedy store. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And kids come up and they like put you in a headlock and you don't even know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's very funny. No, it's, I hate it though. No, it sucks. So now what I've been doing is I've been, I mean, it's not because I'm a bad person. That's only because you're short. Nobody puts me in headlock. I don't know. But now I'm putting a wall up a little bit now. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, because I, I'm not letting people in for free. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's okay too though. Yeah, no, I, it's not yeah. disrespectful to it's have not, your own boundaries. And it's not me being an egomaniac. It's just the right. fact that I don't, I'm just one guy and I don't want to like, I, I don't know you. If I don't know yeah. you, yeah. why do I have to give you a chest hug? <laughs> you, exactly. know I mean? you know what I mean? I have guys come up and just fondle my penis <laughs> through my jeans. Sure. Thank you know God. what I mean? No, no, no. It's, there's a Guys. layer of protection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, At least okay. it's not closer to contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. That fucking sucks. Um, like, I, I'm a very friendly person. I love people. And even in the last couple of years, for me, who's like always shaking everybody's hand, I go up to people first, introduce myself always, and say, how you doing? It gets draining. I go into improv, especially on like Wednesday nights, comedy juice nights, and like literally there's like probably 140 people there who I know, who recognize me, who I should say hello to and shake their hand. Yeah. And it's draining. It's draining, yeah. You know, Bob Saget taught me a great thing a couple of years ago that I still struggle to implement, but I'm trying. He says, I don't say goodbye to people for years anymore. Don't ever say goodbye. And you save half your time. I'm like, oh, shit, it's genius. What do you mean you don't say goodbye? Well, you've already, if you already see somebody at the bar, the improv, or wherever, you chill as long as you feel like well, I've never said goodbye to anybody. Yeah, you never have. Never. I always have to have like two interactions with almost everybody. No, 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 no. I have <laughs> never said goodbye to anyone. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. That's very stupid. You have to hunt people down and say goodbye? Yeah, it's so no. stupid. No. <laughs> no, you leave. Now, you, you say, talk about money problems. You made a lot of money on Mad TV. You not, no, blew a lot didn't. of money. No, we didn't. You must have made some good money. You make okay. You like, bought two houses. No, it's not you even okay. the way. I'm paying mortgages. On my house and my parents' house because they oh, went the bankrupt. House they went bankrupt. Oh, really? And I'm trying to help out. You know really? I mean? Yeah. So it's not. And they live in Phoenix. It's not that gotcha. big of a mortgage. But um, I was just kind of joking earlier. Gotcha. Gotcha. But um, yeah, I've had well because the thing is is that I never made money up until I was thirty. Like I, my, I mean, I made like eighteen thousand dollars a year up until I was thirty. How old are you now? Forty. Mm, really? Yeah. So um. Happy birthday. Thank you. So I never, I didn't ever pay taxes. Like I didn't even know, this is how right. retarded, I, I'm sorry for saying the word retarded, yeah. but this is how stupid I was. I just didn't know even, because you, if you make such little money, they just ignore you when you, you know what I mean? That's so true. They That's, ignore you. My, my favorite Jay-Z lyric is about this business, and it, I always get it a little bit wrong too for some reason, but it's when you first come in the game, look how they play you, and you get a couple of hits, look how they pay you. Until you get those couple of hits... You're like taught, you're disrespected so much in this fucking town. Yeah. Like, but, if you don't have the thickest skin in the world, never think about pursuing this fucking business. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that, so when I started making money, I just never really paid taxes. You know what I mean? And in, in I, I know it's just so embarrassing, but like five or six years ago, you know, the IRS seized all my shit, you know? And I, I owed them $300,000. Really? Yeah. And back taxes. No shit. Yeah, and so I had to get. I was a really tough time, man. I I paid it off, but it was you know because did I just never. To, what? Did they send you to Asian prison? 
No, I didn't go. I I, I got this. I, he's still my guy. There's no Asian prison, by the way. What do you mean? There's no, no, in Asian countries, there is. Yeah, but not here. And I'm an American. And the thing is, is that and that's rude. And also, secondly, um, I disagree. Now, can I say something? Sure. If I committed a murder, I would go to like regular prison. You wouldn't go to Asian prison. There's no one. There's not an Asian sect. What? No. They don't send you to an Asian country to go to prison with other Asian people. No, 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 they don't do that. You know why? Why? Because I'm an American citizen. I've never heard of this okay. before. You've never heard of an Asian person with an American citizen? That exists? Zizz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I paid it off. But yeah, I've had to, I've, wow. I've to learn some big money things. You know? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Can I tell you the dumbest thing I've ever done? Please. Money-wise? What? And your listeners are going to hate it. Please. They're going to hate They're going to think that I'm really dumb. Sure. So... You know, now, when you don't make any money, you don't know how the world works. Yeah. You don't know how really to, how to buy a house. You don't even know, you, you, cause you, you never think that you could ever afford to buy anything. So you, you don't even, you don't even bother to learn, <laughs> right? How to do it. Right. So I did, so I, I was living with 11 guys in a, in Silver Lake, right? And they called it the dumpster. It was a two-bedroom apartment. I lived with 11 per people. Oh, my God. And we slept on floors like Cambodian, like refugees. Yeah. You know, my dad, my, not my dad, my brother lived in my closet. Yeah. He put bamboo up <laughs> and, like, and like levels. You know what I mean? A little waterfall. Yeah, a little. I swear to God. <laughs> like a, and he lived there for years. Wow. And I could hear him breathing through the, 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 the closet at nights. You know breathing, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. That's my brother. I love him. That's awesome. So check this out. Yeah. So then I had no money. And then one day, this is how the miracle, there's a miracle, you know, what I love about people who take risks. If you take risks, big risks, every once in a while, you'll hit a little jackpot. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you walk through fear. Yeah. Right. And you, you're, and you're a go-getter. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the one thing that I've always done is I've always gone up on stage every night, mm-hmm. writing, you know what I mean? Doing everything I can. To walk through the fear and to to put your feet in the motion. Yeah, man. Forward so, motion so, because yes. forward motion. So I I was had no money and I booked a commercial, and you know it was like one of those international buyouts and they don't do these anymore. Yeah. It was it was three hundred thousand dollars they gave me. What for one commercial? This your, is why I, your exact IRS bill. Yeah, but this is exa- no, but that was before User that. This earlier. is the reason why no, no. I had such a high. Because of mad and yeah. all the accumulation of things that I did. Yeah. And I never paid taxes on. But anyway. So 300000 So I didn't have a car. So what I did was this. I didn't know how to buy one. So I went to the bank and I pulled out $20,000 in cash. Right? <laughs> yeah. In a paper bag. <laughs> I went to the Volkswagen lot. And I just and I go, I, can I have that one? He's like, well, that's 21000 You know, whatever, whatever. I go, here's just 20000 in cash. <laughs> and he goes, okay. So check this out. About a month later, I I walk outside my apartment <laughs> and it's gone. Oh no! Either it got towed or stolen. But this is how stupid I am. I'm the dumbest Asian guy on earth. <laughs> I thought that if it was gone, it was just gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I go, oh, it's gone. That's life. That's try to find no. the car. I go, that's life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was towed. So I, so I went back to the bank. What? And I pulled out another twenty grand to buy another car. Did you have friends or smarter Asian? No, people I was so embarrassed by it. Apartment you could ask. No, I was so embarrassed by it, right? Because I had just gotten that car that I never even said anything to anybody. And My you manager another one. Yeah, I didn't tell. Which I was so stupid. I should have called the police. I had lawyers. <laughs> 
I had lawyers. I got to call my one of my, you know what I mean? And I didn't know. I was so embarrassed. So I just bought, I bought it on the car. And then years later, somebody told me, no, you can find it, Bobby. <laughs> By going to the police or towing yard or something. And I go, oh, man. <laughs> Did you bring another bag of cash back to the car dealership? Yeah. Oh, my God. I got the same car. Same car? Different dealership, though. Yeah, you were too embarrassed to even embarrassed. have that yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. Why? He would have been like, he would have given you free fucking no, he would have done air fresheners. No, no, he would have done, no, he would have told me the truth. He said, just go oh, get true. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't want that, Bobby. No, I should have gone to the same guy because I wouldn't have had to buy another car. He would have told me. No, I think you I, should have done it your way and spent twice the money <laughs> on two cars. <laughs> why? Why not? But then there's a better story. But now. later, that's why the IRS and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Because you just didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Bad with my, but now I have a guy. In the last seven years, I've had a guy, and he's the best. He, an, 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 a tax attorney. Yeah, he's my everything. Let's guy. talk for a little while about your tax attorney. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just listen though. What? Real okay. quick, okay? Yeah, sure. That all my checks go to him, and he allots me a certain amount a month. They pay my mortgages and stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like well, it, good. really organized everything. But anyway, yeah, let's talk about shit. the topics now. All right, topic time. Haley Barber. I don't Governor know. of Mississippi, uh, for the last eight years, two terms. Okay. Yeah. He, um, just in his last week in office pardoned 200. Oh, yeah. Criminals. I heard about him. And <laughs> including 14 convicted murderers, he just let loose. Five of them now are literally on the loose. They've asked them all to check back in every day as part of their parole, part of their pardoning. And four, five, five murderers are fucking on the loose. The country, uh, the, the state is freaked the fuck out. Would yeah. you go do a show right now in Mississippi? No. I would even, even if that didn't happen, I wouldn't go to Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, he's like a, he's, I, you know what, maybe his next, he wants to be a villain. <laughs> that right? Would be like the penguin. Yeah, cause he's like a very, the, the attorney general, Jim Hood compared him to Boss Hogs from Duke's Vassar. He's like very like, what I'm gonna do now is create an <laughs> army of murderers. <laughs> Walk the land. <laughs> There's murder behind me and a bucket of chicken. Yeah. That's scary, dude. That's scary. The previous high for a uh, Mississippi governor, number of people he pardoned, mm. was 13. This dude, 200. Well, what was his justification, though, for doing it? Well, his justification, he claimed that 90% of them were people that were already out of jail. And that by pardoning what went on their record, they can get better jobs and it gets clear. But the people are like, but how about the fucking 26 who were still in jail? 14 of which are fucking murderers. And he's like, well, I, I do, I'd like not to address that one. <laughs> Y'all hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it, do they save money on taxes though, probably, right? Like. Does who? The government, the state, the, the state. By not having them in jail? Yeah. Sure, but I mean. There we go. He's, all a, things he's a thinker. <laughs> he's a thinker. <laughs> uh, we gotta move on. Next story. Um, if, have you heard that Iranian nuclear scientists are being assassinated one yeah, by yeah. one? Being picked off. People are saying it's the Israelis. It, yeah. The, they, I, they, I was talking to actually Sasha about it. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, I don't want to say his opinion about it, but he was saying that it could be Israeli, um, like informants or people that you know what I mean are living. Yeah, amongst Pe the people, people are saying that it, are assassins. It bears the trademark uh, details of a Mossad assassination. It's Israel Secret Service. Yeah, and Iran is blaming Israel and the U.S. They're just saying it's us. Hillary Clinton's denied it categorically. Yeah, but I mean, but I don't about, think she would know necessarily. It was a bomb, right? And what? It, it was a, like a little yeah, bomb, bomb and it only killed him, right? Yeah, and the under people the guy's around. car, magnetized, and then when the killer drove by in a motorcycle, like activated it. 
It's insane. That's crazy. That's like top level shit. That's, that's yeah, that's, that's money. That's money. There's money behind that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like, that's an assassination. So do you think that it is okay for us or Israel to do that, to target, take out nuclear scientists, civilians? Some are saying that that's terrorism. Some are saying it's a strategic war, avoiding a bigger war of people who are trying, who threaten to eradicate well, I, Israel. I mean, I just think with that, a nuclear bomb, you know, as long as children are born, they're always going to be nuclear scientists. I mean, I mean, I mean, they're, right. they're acting as if, right? right. If they, like, we got nuclear scientists off of Pandora, the planet Pandora, <laughs> right. it's some special place. Totally. And it's like, if, you know, people, if they're smart kids that, you know what I mean, go to college and yeah. they learn about this stuff, you know what I mean? They're always going to have more nuclear scientists. I just think that there need, we need a broader, you know what I mean, plan. Yeah, that's what people are saying is that at best it'll like, it'll like disrupt it and slow it a little bit. It slows it but down, yeah. It's not going to end the program. And also you're killing people. Yeah. I mean, what is wrong Innocent with the world people. where we it's kill? Let, I mean, Why can't we talk? It's not only that bad, but it's like, here's what I want to say is that, you know, my life, you know, your life, yeah. it's so important to you, correct? Of course, everything. You're right? My parents' life, yeah. like if my dad died, it would be devastating. Oh my god, it'd be horrible! Like it would—it's a life-changing, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Ordeal, yeah, okay. And then we just people just kill people willy just nilly. willy-nilly, and they don't—you know what I mean? It's like—it's—it's it's insanity. It's fucking crazy. And the fact that—that's the thing I've been struggling a lot lately with. It's like no one's a good guy. Ron Paul's the only guy that ever addresses shit like that in the debates. He literally—I want to play a clip later about that. Or we have that clip now from the debate where Ron Paul was responding to Newt Gingrich because we allow rhetoric. And like in this clip, you'll see Newt Gingrich talking so uh, abruptly about murdering people and then Ron Paul bringing some sense to it. And we'll comment on it right after. We're in South Carolina. South Carolina in the Revolutionary War had a young 13-year-old named Andrew Jackson. He was sabered by a British officer and wore a scar his whole life. Andrew Jackson had a pretty clear-cut idea about America's enemies. Killed them. Everybody's excited. Here Ron Paul injects some fucking common sense to it. And the crowd be pissed at first. 30 seconds to respond since you were mentioned. My, my point is, is if another country does to us what we do others, we're not going to like it very much. So I would say that maybe we ought to consider a golden rule in, uh, in foreign policy. Don't do to other nations what we don't want to have them do to us. So we, we, endlessly bomb, we endlessly bomb these countries and then we wonder, wonder why they get upset with us. And, uh, and, and yet it's, it continues on and on. I mean, this uh, I, this idea, this idea that we can't debate foreign policy, then all we have to do is start another war. I mean, it's it's warmongering. They're building up for another war against Iran, and people can't wait to get in another war. This country doesn't need another war. We need to quit the ones we're in. We need to save the money and bring our troops home. It's uh, he was struggling first, and he brought that shit around. Who's? How do, you, that. how do you boo such a common sense e- statement? If you if murder people, their people will want to get revenge and murder you back. It's a fact. And it, it, it's, 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 that party, that specific party, right? It's just, they just drive me crazy. It's crazy. It's like they're evil. It's not even evil. It's, it's just it, like it, willful it, ignorance. And it's like they've been so hypnotized by this dogma that makes no logical sense and they don't think out of it how do you argue with that it's a fact how do you say we 
are, people aren't going to like it when we killed them. They're like, boo, bullshit. Obviously you're not. It's just a, it's a guttural knee-jerk reaction to But why are murdered. they booing though? Why are they booing? Because they believe this set list of principles that it's right to kill the enemy because George Bush and the neoconservatives paint it as good versus evil because yeah. they think bullshit. We're allowed to kill the devil because they think those people are less than us. And it's, of course, in that country, they think they're the good guys and we're the devil. Yeah. We're the ones who are fucking consumerist and fucking are actually, if money's the root of all evil, we're the most responsible for valuing money. And we literally go and yeah, kill but people, people we don't want. realize that. We change like, regimes in Iran. Yeah, that we, we're the ones that trained Osama bin Laden. Right. You know I mean? He was on and our he is, side. He is our side. And, and Saddam like, was our friend too. And then when you explain to people that, they're like, nah, nah, man. Yeah. You're, no, you're wrong, man. It's blasphemy. But it's fact. We gave the Mujahideen that Osama bin Laden was the head of shitloads of weapons to try and defeat Russia and get them out of Afghanistan yeah. in the 80s, I believe, right? And then I think his resentment started when we abandoned him, right? We pulled out, right? He was left to his own defenses. Exactly. Right? And people go, no, man, that never happened. And go, yeah, it's, it did happen. It did happen. You know what I mean? And why are you booing? You know and his mean? big complaint about us that never gets allowed into this bullshit imaginary rhetoric of good versus evil, varmints versus non-varmints, <laughs> is that we – is that – yeah, we said he didn't want our bases in Saudi Arabia. He was just pissed that we had – Military forces in his homeland, not, among other things, he's a crazy fucking killer as yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. an asshole and a terrorist. But there are even behind the craziest mind, there are unless you're a complete psychopath, there are reasons and there are motivations. And it's in our interest to think most strategically about how to deal with every different enemy. Yeah. You don't just kill every enemy like New Gingrich says. You kill them. No, you don't, because it's not the, like like you said. It's not like we're taking our enemies from Pandora. There's fucking millions of them. And yeah. You kill one, and you created millions more. You, 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 it's a cyclical thing. You know what I mean? You know, also I'm tired of people going, "We went into Iraq and Afghanistan to liberate them." Right. That drives me crazy. Right. If we're if we're a nation that liberates other places, right? Right. That we wouldn't start there. I am. I saw, um, uh, Saddam Hussein was a bad dude. Yeah. Right. We would have gone into Darfur. Yeah. Right. Chechnya, maybe. Do you know what I mean? North Korea, mm -hmm. you know? And I just think that Somalia. it's all based on oil. It's all fucking money, man. It's money. The whole thing is. You know what I mean? That's the craziest thing, man, is that we, we literally, I mean, if you really put an honest eye on it, we are doing really fucked up stuff by keeping our unfettered image of ourselves. Saying still we're red, white, and blue and the best. When we go in and literally obviously commit murder of people without trials, we just drop drones, bombs, assassins, whatever it is on whoever you want to kill when they don't suit our needs. And it's not like our way of life is empirically better. That is the most arrogant statement in the world. Yeah, we're all human beings. Flesh and blood. You know what I mean? It's it we're a product of our environment. You know what I mean? Now the other crazy thing that happened this week. When, which was obviously a huge controversy that's still brewing is our, our troops in, um, Afghanistan. There's a video that leaked of us, of, of three Marines peeing. Oh, yeah. On deceased Taliban members. Yeah. And it's horrible. It's horrible. It's a huge desecration of even like the, the, the Geneva Conventions and international guidelines of respecting the fallen, not defiling a body, which I agree with. But I read a few articles this week that also made the brilliant point. Yeah, that's bad, but it's not nearly as bad as you know, Rick Perry made a good point of them beheading us and fucking hanging us. We can pee on a dead body once the guy said that's not that's a minor fucking crime compared to beheading a guy on a video and posting it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this is Daniel Pearl. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And 
we're killing them anyway. We're murdering them, blowing off their limbs without – we don't even know why we're in Afghanistan anymore. Yeah, we don't even know why. We man. literally debate in our government whether or not the Taliban is our enemy. That's an open question. Biden just recently said to Newsweek, they're not really our enemy, but they're who we're killing every day in Afghanistan yeah. while we're saying we don't even know if they're the bad guys. But still, let's just keep killing them till we figure it out. I mean, of course, we're going to be fucking have a lot of revenge coming our way and blowback to CIA term, meaning there's equal and opposite consequences, if not worse consequences to everything. It's cyclical, man. It's like putting gasoline on fire. But then it creates the really scary question because – what do we do now that we're there and the world is that twisted and tangled? Do we stop Iran from getting that nuclear weapon, which they might use and kill my family in Israel that they threatened to do? Yeah. Do we now live in this pirate world? Online piracy, pirates and some Somalian pirates in the Strait of Hormuz? Yeah, I, I mean, here's, here's my opinion. What do we do? With this, this is point? my opinion. Yeah. Okay. If we, if we develop alternative sources of energy, mm-hmm. right? And we don't rely on oil so much, then it depletes. It's like this. It's like they say if we legalize marijuana, right, it'll take the money away from the Mexican cartels. Okay. So then they can't, you know what I mean, operate at the level that they're operating on. Right. Right. And that would change so much. Yeah. The plot of weeds we would take, get less interesting. Yeah. We, if we take oil away from that region, right. And we, we don't, you know, we have like, What's what they flux capacitors like? Yeah, you know, from Back to the Future. Yeah, we put garbage. You know, let's say we develop that. Yeah. we wouldn't need oil. Damn that! They oil. have no money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They would have no money, yeah. right? And they would no longer be a threat. It's so true. And the only threat we'd still have is just bit, all the like hundreds of thousands of still bitter, pissed off radicals. You need money. Radical Islamists. You need money to come to this country yeah. and to 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 operate. You know, but I'm saying there's still so much wealth there. It would take a long time for it to undo itself. That's the big shame. No, man. I think that if it would, that's, that's, that, that's the prescription. I, I agree with you for yeah, peace. Yeah. But I'm saying there still might be like a rough patch getting there because we've already so fucked shit up. It's like there are, there are loose nukes in the world. Yeah. Dirty bombs and weapons and chemicals. You get some fucking, you know, shitty serum gas or biological agents that can spread and you can do a lot of damage still. That's fucked up. But. That was what the biggest squandered moment in world history, really. And that's what is so frustrating about Obama, even though he was stymied horribly by the obstinance of the Republicans. But he campaigned of being a world transformative leader. Yeah. He was going to go in and change, apologize for our wrongs. That speech he gave in Egypt, in Cairo, was amazing. Apologizing in a respectful way and laying the law down too and saying, look, we've made mistakes also, but – the world needs to have peace. We can't keep killing each other. We're sorry for our mistakes. And the Republicans hammer just like they boo there. You can't apologize ever for America. Mitt Romney's – this will probably be the narrative of the campaign. Mitt Romney's book is called No Apologies. Yeah. Never apologize for America. What if America makes a mistake? Still don't apologize. <sighs> I mean how is that a possible way to be? It's not, you know, he's not going to win though. He yeah. might win the Republican nomination, but he's not going to win presidency. I don't see how – When you say yeah. – Corporations are people. Corporations are people outside, like in front of cameras. <laughs> I mean, I think that that in itself is. But they also, unfortunately, are people technically by the Constitution, and that's an amendment in the Constitution that corporations are people and get to have the rights of people. And Citizens United, the Supreme Court decision, makes it. You worse. don't say it in, in this kind it. of no. economy, man. It's very stupid to say it. Yeah, it's going to yeah, fuck yeah, his campaign yeah. up. But that is, I think, starting to crystallize one of the main goals of the Occupy movement. In fact, Occupy DC just came out with their uh, their first major goal, which is a resolution to create a, an amendment, to 
get Congress to pass and states to ratify an amendment to get rid of corporate personhood and get money out of politics. You do those two things, then we can elect honest people who yeah. have a chance to unravel the whole thing. Yeah. Occupy should get one or two fucking goals. But that's not even the craziest shit going on this, this, this week. Very big, uh, uh, drastic, who knows the repercussions. Kardashian nail polish, it's out. <laughs> okay. And it's crazy because all six K ladies, you know the K ladies. Yeah. Chris, Kim, Courtney, Chloe, yeah, Kylie, Kendall. Okay. Yeah. They're in a beautiful move. I didn't see this coming from you, Kardashian. She's yeah. gonna split the money equally. Even though she's the real draw, they're each going to get $100,000 for this campaign. And it's like, have you ever seen a family bond like that? <laughs> you know what? Whatever, man. You know, <laughs> Whatever you say, bro, it's your podcast. You know? <laughs> I hate them. Why? Because it, it, it's, it's like that's another thing about this country. It's just like one day you wake up and there's – Samantha, whatever, whatever, and she's on a billboard, <laughs> and you have no idea why. And now you have to love her. You're now, so you, you don't even know where they came from. <laughs> you know, I, I never saw a movie with them in it, or a TV show, or nothing. They're all of a sudden the thing, and they're on cover of a magazine, and you're trying to figure out the whole time, like, how, what do they do? <laughs> why are they there? And 15 million Twitter followers, and, and crazy that's the thing ratings. with Kardashian, 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 whatever. I don't even know what they do. I don't know what it is. And then one day, you know, and then you do just a show like Chelsea and you have to talk about it. So then I'm frantically sweating, Googling their name, like <laughs> Kimmy Kardashian, whatever the last name is, right? You have no, well, you don't know who they are. Why are they there? Because we have lost our values. We're so shallow, man. You know, like the Paris and then, but you know what? But their, their fall is so deep mm-hmm. and I can't wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Paris. I mean, you know what I mean? She's yeah. not the it thing anymore. Right. And you can slowly see it in her eyes. The dead. One of them's going to snap and shoot people. Oh, don't say shit like that, man. No, no. Shoot people with like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. They've all made <laughs> sex videos. Isn't that weird? That's the reason that the ones that become the biggest. What does that say about it? The ones that become the biggest celebutants are they made a sex video and then people are like, oh, I've seen them. Fuck. I have to watch this. Maybe we think they're going to start fucking again on their reality shows? I think I'm going to make a sex video. It's really be funny. But it never works for the guys. It'd be very funny for you to make it. I'm going to make it. wouldn't be hot. It'd be funny. No, I'm going to, well, I think it'd be hot too. I mean, you have no, you have no idea. I have some idea. You don't know my moves. I've seen you get naked and put your moves on stage. No, you never see me. I do rabbit style. Rabbit style. You're a fast banger. I do all kinds of stuff, man. Really? Reversal rabbit style. How does that sound? Same thing. <laughs> Same movement. You know what I mean? I mean, just to show you like the shallowness of who they are as people. Yeah. This is the name. They're each getting paid to their separate companies, to their own corporations. Kim's corporation is Kim's a princess, Inc. You're not a princess. No. You're a fucking rich girl. Yeah. Parents that ever allow their girl to be called a princess past age seven, you're a horrible parent. Yeah. They need to realize they're a human being that should care about people, not, I'm a princess. Put, also, put sparklers on my hair. Also, girls that, you know, little girls, like, especially white girls, they want to be princesses when they grow up. Right. You want to be lazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to work. I want people to carry me to yeah, the Yeah, people, you know, feed you grapes. Courtney Kardashian's company is called To Die for Court Inc. To yeah. Die for Court Inc. Dude, every and, time you bring up the, the time, it's the same time. <laughs> no, it's per story. Oh, it is? Yeah, oh, okay. Sense of right. <laughs> I'm like, out. what is going on? He's still like, at the three same minutes. Minute, three minutes. I go, I'm in a time warp or something. That's funny. How deep are you in the whole thing? We're, we got it. 
Yeah. That paper has the full time. Okay. Um, we gotta move on because okay. that tells me we're going too slow. There's just so much crazy shit's happening. If you don't, just don't bring up, how about this? Can you just pass by the Kardashian kind of things? Sure. I just, it, 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 look, I'm sweating. I understand. Yeah, I hate it. Sure. Our next story. Chris Kardashian is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no crying in North Korea, man. Why? North Korea I'm is still a, crying. apparently, you're Korean, you're South Korean. Yeah, well, I'm Korean. Korean. Yeah, I don't distinguish. You believe in the reunification of the peninsula? Do you think it'll happen? I hope it does. That'd be nice. Because I'm gonna, I'd, I'd love to own land up in North Korea. That'd be cool just to visit it, even. I, it? You know how many girls I can get? I could just show my, <laughs> I could show my iPod, and they're like, "What is that?" You know what I mean? They have no idea what it is. You're like a sorcerer. Yeah, yeah. And you play Kim Jong Il on TV. People are like, yeah, yeah. "It's him." I'll wear the glasses. You should wear everything. the whole outfit. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You walk I mean, around. Imagine the, outfit. the things you could like show them. You know what I mean? That is hilarious. Yeah, these are Jordans. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, you know, it's a pump shoe. It's a pump shoe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be amazing. So they to explain what I mean by that, the North Korean regime is reportedly punishing citizens who did not cry over the death of Kim Jong Il. Yeah, that's worthy of the government's time when your people are are hungry. Okay, there's a crazy. Okay, here's two things about that. Right, the number one thing is is that did you see that the, 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 when they 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 blew the horns? And everyone had to just stand there in the middle of the street. Oh, yeah. Whenever what you were doing, you had to stand there and bow your head sure. for like, and I think it was an hour or something. Seven days. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, probably an hour. And I heard so, a Korean dude once told me, and I don't know if it's true, but I kind of believe it, is, is that in North Korea, there are a lot of orphans living in the streets. Okay. And check this out. Apparently, some of these orphans are getting hunted down. What? To be eaten. What? Yeah. Oh my god. It's like an Oliver twist, but with a different twist. You know what that's I mean? That's a that's an M Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Shyamalan. Yeah, that's what? what I heard from another dude. Yeah, that he. My, I knew those, a dude. Those kids are gonna have to learn show tunes quick <laughs> and really earn their keep. Please don't put down your knife. The sun will come out. It's a hard knock life for us. <laughs> Just put down your knife for us. Please don't eat off my right leg. Okay. That was a little much. It was very good. It was a little much. But do you believe that shit? I really hope not. You no, but- hope the community would like protect the young starving children in the streets. No, that place is dismal, dude. Jesus. It's dismal. I mean, why do you think it is? Like, do you think the, the whole ill family is just evil? That even the, when the father dies, the son wouldn't have been like, look, dad was, I love my dad, but he was a dick. Okay. Let's not keep doing it. But also check this out, right? Have you seen the son? Kim Jong Il's son? Yeah. Let me say something. If you're a dictator, yeah. right, can't you have sex with the hottest chick in North Korea? Yeah. And then you breed fat? Right. You know what I mean? They get uglier and uglier. Yeah. He's like really like like roly polies on his yeah, face. Yeah. It so looks like- is he like just uh, – do they think that uh, like the f- a big head, you know what I mean? Like a completely <laughs> circular head is sexy? Yeah. I mean I want to know what they're breeding with, man. Probably with – Clones of Kim Jong Il. Because let me tell you something. My mom is beautiful. Yeah. My dad looks like Yoda that was run over by a steamroller. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a flat face Yoda. You know what I mean? But because my mom is beautiful, I came out decent, right? What? Why? Um, what? Let's move on to the next. No, no. Can I just say something though? Yeah. What you, what, why with the pause? I just want to just move on to the next. No, no. Can we just? Oh, what was the pause about? There's no pause. Okay. There's no pause at all. I'll go to the next thing then. Oh, totally. It's fucking rude. <laughs> it's fucking rude. Uh, they're also Im- 
This is the longest podcast I've ever done. Longest? Yeah. No, you were on f- fucking Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, but you don't. He's so high that you don't even talk. He, you don't even talk for thirty minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Is this you're hurting your brain? No, I love it. Okay, good. Next one. Um, they're embalming Kim Jong Il. They're gonna have him on display in the state oh house next God. to Kim Il Sun, the former. He was only in power for seventeen years. That's not enough time to be like yeah. honored daily. Yeah. Isn't that creepy? Have you ever seen an embalmed human being? No. I looked up pictures of of the father and of uh Lennon who's also embalmed in Lennon's tomb. It's John they, they, Lennon? Uh oh, no. <laughs> not John Lennon. Oh. You don't, you don't, no. Yeah, I love Lennon. He might be in Yoko Ono's closet or some shit. Yeah. I can see that. Aaron Lennon? You know Aaron Lennon? Who's Aaron Lennon? He's a um he's a right back on the Tottenham Hotspurs. The what? The Tottenham Hotspurs? What's that? You don't know the Tottenham Hotspurs? No. They're a soccer club out of the English Premier League. Oh, the they're Tottenham very, Hotspurs. That's what I just said. For the English, the English Premier League. They're, yeah, they're yeah. One, of the, one, of the, one of the clubs. <laughs> I know that. But there's like, there's like, they have a guy named Aaron Lennon. Is it him? But he's not dead, though. He's still no. plays for them. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Grinding in school. What? Uh, an upstate New York high school's canceled its winter ball. Pun intended. To stop students from grinding on the dance floor. Scanny Adelie's high school tried banning lascivious dancing first. Tried teaching traditional dance steps. Tried giving students more room to dance because. Are you kidding me? Because that's why they grind on each other because there's not enough room on the dance floor. I wouldn't want my privates on you, but there's no space here. I have to kind of rub my privates on you a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so they just canceled the fucking dance. Yeah. Like I remember being in high school dances. Your first time even being near a girl and being a little nervous and like after one song, like Belle DeVoe Poison stops and you're like, can I go buy you some corn ice for some fucking Snickers? Can we take a minute and break and let's get some fucking Frito-Lays and Let me tell you something, okay? There's reason why though, back in the day, right? Listen, let me just say something, okay? You you know, back when we were in high school, right? You turned on the TV, you didn't see the debauchery, you know what I mean? Now, you know, MTV had music videos, remember? Yeah. You would see like, Whatever thriller or whatever you might be. Now the culture is you have, you know, Jersey Shore, you have 16 and Pregnant, you have these shows that, you know what I mean? It used to be and, comedians and yeah, yeah, on stage. And, yeah, and now it's jokes. just debauchery. Now it's, now it's short Asian comedians getting naked and rubbing their balls in your face okay, on that's, stage. That's, that right there has been proof in entertainment. <laughs> okay? And you know what? That's another attack on me, man. It's not and I, let me tell you something, right? I that's think the reason why you're attacking me is because I said the Gollum thing about your body. <laughs> is it? Fuck, my posture's horrible. Uh, it's dude. weird, man. It's really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Your spine. It's you have a spine, right? I, I've heard of it. Yeah. I don't have a great spine. God, man. So what do you think? Do you think that grinding should be allowed on a high school dance Listen, floor? Listen, I just think that, you know what I mean? It's, we're, we're animals, man. Right? True. I mean, we have these things that have juice filled with it. You know what I mean? And you need to get it out. And so is the attempt to civilize us a waste of time? Yeah, should we allow to kids get to the do it? juices out, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> should kids be allowed to just bang in the middle you, of the you, can, I, can I tell you my, what I've been doing lately? Yeah. Um, I, I was diagnosed with porno erectile dysfunction. What does that mean? I'm going to tell you what it is. Oh. Is is that, um, it got to the point in my life where I couldn't get erect with a real girl oh, because wow. of the fact that I've watched so much porn. Now I was ashamed of it, but let me tell you something. Millions of men across the world have it because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Kids now are so, you know, I mean, used to seeing porn so quickly for free, right? That they can't, in their early 20s now, right? 
they can't even be with girls because it's difficult to get erect, right? So what I've been doing, and if you're a guy and you have this problem, do what I've been doing is not masturbating to porn or masturbating at all. Really? Yeah. I and lasted a it? month. I lasted a month. And I just recently did it. Yeah, I lasted a month and I recently did it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what was that first load like back? It was like a marshmallow. <laughs> it was, it was, it hurt so bad. Wow, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me tell you something. Was though. it with a girl or, or was it? No, I did it just. Well, it no, I, I did it, I did it, um, by closing my eyes and envisioning what I used to do when I was in high school. But, but imagine that. Remember in high school, the only way you can watch porn is you had to go to a dirty field and find like, you know what I mean? A buried Playboy hustler, right? And there was like 92 pages missing. <laughs> you saw like maybe half a vagina, and right? Six were sticky. And that you would just, you know what I mean? Now, imagine kids just log on and it's, they can the see different. anything. Yeah. And so what is happening is, is their minds are being warped, right? And the synapters in their brain are being dulled mm-hmm. and the, um, or excited. Yeah. But that's what it is. It, it's Numb. like drugs. It's like right, drugs, right? right? You you need more stimuli. We're creating sex addicts from like a kid's age. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that it's a big problem. That segues perfectly into our next story okay. because there's a debate now about whether or not as a nation we should set sex ed standards for – they're saying they should start teaching sex ed in second grade now and yeah. making sure it's like taught in a, in a way that frames their mind better. It's an interesting argument. They're like uh, they're calling it the National Sexuality Education Standards and they want to have core content for kids K – through 12 even, but really starting in second grade, um, to have a minimum what needs to be taught. They're saying that like second graders should know and be able to explain that all living beings reproduce yeah. at that level, at that age, um, and know what the right terms for all body parts. Then by fifth grade, you should know how puberty works, how it makes you ready for reproduction, how HIV works. And they're saying, and know about sexual har- harassment by that age too. Yeah. And by eighth grade, um, graduates should know about Emergency contraception, gender roles, absence education about high school, how to use a condom. Yeah. I, Do you think that's a good idea? I think it's a good idea, but it's never going to happen. And right now, there are zero because standards. Because of Christians. What? Because but, of Christians. But sex ed is taught in school. It is mandated that they have they, to teach it. That's yeah, not what. Let me tell you something, man. It's not going to work. Did you have sex ed in school? Yeah. Do you remember how awkward that was at first, but it was kind of um, awesome? Yeah, I was masturbating at five. <laughs> really? Yeah. At five? I don't know. I think around there. I don't remember exactly. I was when. like twelve or some shit. No, I I was playing with it even when it had no feeling. Really? Yeah. I knew that one day it would happen. I didn't know what it was yeah. until I was twelve years old. No, I knew what it was, Daddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to know what that means at fucking all. Don't do that, Daddy. Oh, that is horrible. <laughs> don't, Daddy. You're I, joking I, about I, that. Yeah, of course. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so. You think that my Korean father plays with my penis? <laughs> is that what you're implying? I'm not implying that you're directly saying it. No, I'm just just saying daddy, you know Come what I mean? No, I love my dad, man. Sure. He never touched me there. Okay, Beat good. the shit out of me all the time with a golf club. He did, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's like, you know, I have 28 first cousins. They all went to Ivy League schools. And I got Fs. You know, at first they said I had Down syndrome. I really did. I had tests. Really? Yeah, when I was like 12, they go, maybe he has a Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> right, so then they did tests, and then they realized I was just a bad, like not you really. Know what I mean? Yeah, so they used to beat the shit out of me. You know what I mean? Because I would just, you know, I smoked pot when I was twelve. I did my first line of crystal meth at thirteen. You know, I've been sober now for how long? I had nine years, but I had I got sober originally when I was seventeen, and I stayed sober until I was twenty nine, and then I relapsed, and then I got sober again. 
So now I have about nine years almost. Was it hard with fame from Mad TV to not indulge? But the, in that was the reason drugs. why I, I relapsed. Mad TV was the reason why. Um, that's a whole different hour. Yeah, because yeah. I remember you, when you were going through that tough time. You and I were talking on the phone years ago. It was tough, man. And you were like crying every day. That that show when I first got on it was so brutal. First of all, there were lawsuits between cast members. You know what I mean? Why? Well, because I kind of want to get because it's 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 like it's so personal. Right. You know what I mean? But there were cast members suing other cast members. The ones who were not there close were friends cast members. Probably not suing the owner of the show. Lawsuits. I come in. No one's ever. There was such a rift. You could feel the tension. And I thought to myself, God, this is what my TV must be like. It's not right. And I just let it affect me, and it was absolutely awful. Plus. When I first got on, they just wouldn't write for me. I couldn't get on. I just couldn't get on. Yeah, Everyone else horrible. got on. I couldn't get on yeah. for years, dude. And so I just relapsed. You thought about writing a book. Maybe. That's interesting, man. And then how'd you come out of that dark place? Well, what happened is in my second year of MAD, I um, was taking 30 Vicodins a day. What? Yeah, drinking 24 hours a day. Yeah. What? I got a call from Pauly Shore, Mitzi. Jamie Masada saying, don't, don't show up our sh- at our clubs. You're giving drugs to comics, which I was. How does that not kill you that amount? You're a tiny guy. I'm a warrior, bro. I'm, I'm unbreakable. But anyway, <laughs> that movie was about me, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm like Mr. Glass in my posture. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're Mr. Glass. But what happened was they gave me an intervention, Fox, and then, um, you heard the story, right? No. Where you have to, uh, basically what, ha- essentially what happened was, I was taking 30 Vikings a day, drinking 24 hours a day. I wasn't showing up to work. They gave me an intervention. They said, you're going to get fired. So you got to come to work. And we wrote you a sketch. Do this sketch and we'll think about – this is the end of the season, the second year. We're thinking about bringing you the third year, right? So I go, all right. So I, I had a comic, Duncan Trussell, mm-hmm. come to my house. He took all my Vicodin, made me fish dinner and scrammed with my drugs. That's why he made me the fish dinner. Mm-hmm. And um, the next day I – was feeling awful. I went to the I went to the show. I did rehearsal. I was fine, and then I went to makeup, and it wasn't fine. I was sweating off the Connie Chung makeup. Yeah, and then I was you know what I mean. And then I get to the set, and there are three hundred and fifty people in the audience, TV, mm-hmm. all, the whole thing, you know. And I'm sitting there, and I just knew in the darkness because you know the light, the set light is off, right? Yeah. And I knew in the darkness, I could hear the audience. I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew that once the lights came on. I would because gonna freeze. Oh shit! Yeah, because I was I was in so much pain, dude. I was detoxing. It's like a heroin overdose. And it's just the very beginning of it. Yeah, very beginning. So the lights come on and they can hear action, and I go, "Good evening." That's how I say it, right? And then I farted, and then <laughs> check it out. I shit my pants. What? Yeah, and then shit started coming down my stockings. What? Listen, then I hear cut, and. A bunch of people coming to me going, oh, what's going on? I go, how'd you do it? I just pulled my pants. You know what I mean? I mean, just, just the lowest bottom you could ever have. Holy shit. So they so just, that's kind, how you they came just out of no, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. And Dick Blasucci, the executive producer, came up to me and just goes, you know, go home. So I went, packed my stuff. No one said goodbye to me. I, I knew I was never, never going to come back to the show. And then I got sober. The next day I went to rehab. And then, um, two months, three months later, and then I did Harold and Kumar, the first movie. And then uh, two months later, they go, you know what? We hear you're doing well. 
that you're sober again and that you're going to meetings and stuff like that. So I said, yeah, you know, you come, we'll give you a trial. And they brought me back and I stayed on for six more years. Wow. You know I mean? The miracle That's of cool life. Story. That's cool, man. The miracle of life. That's cool. Congrats on being sober, dude. Oh, thanks. In a related story, <laughs> study came out and said that pot is not bad for your lungs. <laughs> in fact, increases lung function. No. Yeah, it came out saying that for people that smoke up to 365 joints a year, they call that one weed year. Yeah. You can have up to seven years of that and it increases your lung function. You can have better lung capacity. The two major tests for lung function are increased. From weed smoke. But what are the negative effects? Didn't say there's any major negative effects beyond like the cough it gives you. <laughs> You're inhaling carcinogens, but it's unproven even if it causes forms of cancer. It's unproven. But it's smoke. Yeah, I mean. Right? It's still smoke, it right? It should be fucking you up, but. The, what about the, cigarettes? Cigarettes are bad and affect your lung function negatively. Why? It causes COPD. Cope. Yeah. Cop. 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 Chronic or p- disorder. I've been smoking forever, man. Yeah? I'm fine. You, oh, I'm, smoke fine. I'm fine. Why of all the things to smoke, though, you choose the one that doesn't get you high and that could kill you? I don't understand that about smokers. Because you've never been a smoker? I'll smoke sometimes if I'm drunk. Yeah, yeah. It's delicious, eh? It's fun to do. It's delicious. I don't know if the flavor is delicious more than just a fun process. I love the flavor. And number two, it's this, is that I can't, it doesn't, it's not, it's a mind-altering, it's not a mind-altering chemical that affects you from the brain, from the neck up, really. Right. Right. Like with pot, I can't do anything. Right. I can't do stand up. I can't do anything. Right. I sit and watch the ring. So I can do anything on pot. Yeah, you're one of those, but mm-hmm. I can't. Smoking, it just not. You don't feel it in your head, really. You know what I mean? Right. It just relaxes you a bit. But why not just use a stress ball or some shit? I, I forget it. I mean, you you don't get it. You don't get it, and you're pointing your finger at me. No, I I like smoking. I I would endorse it if I weren't concerned for you because you're my friend and I don't want you to get disease that might kill you at some point in your life. Yeah, we're all gonna die, man. Yeah, so you don't mind if it would happen ten minutes, ten years younger. I if I if I died, it was, my grandfather, both my grandfathers lasted until they're like ninety five, and they all smoked a pack a day. Well, that's cool. In Korea, then I might smoke. You know what I mean? And I just feel like I have a good chance here. Yeah, you actually, I forgot you're the fucking survivor. You can survive thirty Vicodin today. You can probably smoke. Yeah, my body you is keep weird. Smoking. It's resilient. You know what I mean? I believe that about you, actually. Yeah. I, I give you. I take Thank away you my so pointing finger. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, one school in um. What time is it? I don't this know. is going on forever. What, no, it's how, not. What, what, you're, how, how many, what, what, it's not going on that long. Give me the time thing again. We've been going on for an hour and 30 minutes. You said that you're going to do an hour and 10, that you want to get them shorter, your podcasts. I'm not good at that. Yeah, but you're just, you know what I mean? I mean, how many? So much happens. I, I just, well, let me just say this. I'll yeah. stay on it as long as you want me to. Yeah. Because uh, I love you. Thank you. I'm having a blast. Yeah. But I'm letting you know yeah. how many more segments do we have? We have like a few more stories and then the Thunder Round will be doing the fire stories. <laughs> And Twitter questions. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'll skip that. No, no, no. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're at a hundred, what, hour, 35 minutes? Yeah. It's, yeah, this is becoming like... You no, know some I mean? of these go two no, hours. it's like the tree of life. Some of these... <laughs> this is becoming the tree of There's life a of podcasts. to it. Right? And what I'm going to say is I'm putting in... I'm nipping in the butt. At what time? You're going to get maybe 10 more minutes out of me. Why? You said you'll, you said you'll go as long as I want. An I'm hour and 45 minutes is go ridiculous. Three. I've done two hours all the time. Yeah, but you told me before, though, that I'm only going to do... You know, we, they should be shorter and more pun, you know, I hit. said I'm going to try. I didn't and, make no promises. Yeah, but you're not even trying. You don't try. We're mid-story talking about Iran and you tell me about this riveting story about drug abuse and redemption in four minutes. I had a lot of time for that. Yeah, I what care I'm saying about though you is, is that I'm just saying that in like, like, you know, the Tonight Show. Yeah. You don't think they cut shit? Yeah. 
There's pitch meetings. Like, we're not going to do that. Man. Well, when I cut out you of this. the New York Times, they don't cut shit? New York Times. There's a huge, thick magazine, a newspaper every fucking day. No, they but they have an editing. Anything. They have editors. and They, they have go, kids coming in. Like, just just shut the fuck up for a second, all right? Yeah. They have editors, and they go, you know what? We're not going to do this story about the Kardashians. I know. And the nails. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe they'll say that. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. You get 10 minutes. Hilarious. Get to the thing. All right, we'll be done in 10. I'm down with that. Like you're you're going to be done in I like 10. the challenge. I'm down with that. And dude, you do the, what you've been doing. <laughs> what was your name again? I forgot. Hi, Jay. Jay. I like Jay him. West, our sound Jay's engineer. The Jay's the best. Um, all right. I'm down with that. So I had a bunch of clips from the debate. Just I wanted to, to cover. I, no, we did it. We talked about yeah, it. That's yeah. true. Gingrich, though. Our, dude. Strong I, showing in the debate. Listen, in, in a year from now, no one's going to even know who these people are. I know, but these, this podcast is meant to be about posterity. It's meant to be informing people. It should people. be evergreen. This, this, this podcast. Every podcast is evergreen. I like to make mine a little bit more unique. So that it just has had a two-week self <laughs> You're, you're, you're a funny to... guy, man. Yeah. You're a very smart, funny guy yeah. with a very specific point of view. So I can repeat it every week. I don't need to fucking have everyone archived. I'm not that narcissistic. I don't give a shit. Okay. People will go back to the interview. This parts. is the reason why it's taking up forever, though. Our little quibs here. We could, yeah, this this argument is taking a minute and fifty-two seconds. Yeah, yeah, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Of of the ten minutes you're allotting me, now I get twelve minutes. I get twelve minutes. No, you I, don't. Okay, no, I get ten no, more you, from now. I get no, 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 you, no, you don't. Don't be a dick. No, you I get don't. Ten no, more you, from right fucking now. You do not. I'll tell you right now. Why? What? What? Wait. Here, you just no, started you a new just timer. Started over. That's bullshit. Yeah, because no, because you're arguing the whole time. Do it now. That's it. Do it now. Ten minutes from now. We're gonna go to Twitter questions. Will you play the Twitter theme song? It's coming up. You need a cigarette. <laughs> you see, my point it would have been impossible to start the Twitter questions without that. You need time for shit. What inspired you to stand up for the first time, Bobby? Says uh, there, ask is this John live? Graff. What? Is this live right now? Like people are saying it live? No, I already curated these. You did? Yeah. We have 10 minutes. Let's go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, what, what was the question? What made you understand it for the first time? What's it? What? Forget it. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I got it right here. He actually asked me. I'm going to tell you what it is. What was he it? asked you the question, yeah, not I want, me. But I want to know what your opinion is. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to answer any questions that were a lot, that were given to you. Okay. That's rude. Why? Because it's, it has I'm nothing to do to with me, host. man. I'm trying to be a good host. If there's no, uh, here's what you're doing. Yeah. If there's no questions for me. There are questions for you. Then to get to, get to them. Okay. Here's the question I have for you. I gotta go fucking. Oh, here we go. Well, no, it's up here. Here it is. Okay. Maya Karam said, what's the funniest backstage moment in filming Pineapple Express in detail? Okay. The funniest moment was this, is that, well, first of all, Ken and I had way more to do in the movie. We had like a, a another storyline. They just cut it out. Right, Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong, yeah. And uh, I, you know, you know the scene. Well, you know, I'm not in it a lot, but there, there's a scene where I jump on Seth Rogen's back. Sure. Right. So they, you know, he shoots me in the head. Right. So they put an explosive on my head. Right. So it that takes. I I, I don't know if you've ever had, ever had an explosive on your head. Never. Hours. Well, one hours. No, never. Of setup. They put a metal plate. Right. Then they put the explosive. Yeah. Then they have to cover it with hair. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. cool thing. Okay. Yeah. So you know what I mean? I'm in. I'm doing wire work. I think they because I'm Asian. They think that I can do wire work. <laughs> right. They go. Hey, oh, Bobby, see, crouching tiger, 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 tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on a ceiling with wire work, and I don't have the training for that. All right. So I jump on his back. <laughs> he shoots me in the head. 
And the explosion went inward into my brain. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, it exploded weird. It wasn't even good for camera. It, no, they couldn't see it. <laughs> right? So it went inward like that. So it didn't look like, you know Did what I mean? hurt a lot? You don't even know what pain is, bro. Really? It hurts so bad. Oh, shit. You hear, you know what I mean? Oh. Right? And I go, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? They go, cut. I go, oh, man, what's going on? And they go, get him back in the room. Rewire it. So now I'm back doing it again, like getting the explosive back on my head. Oh, my explosive. God. Did I spin on you? All over my computer yeah, it's okay. and me. Yeah. All over. It was on purpose. Like it's going to die of like water hitting the computer. No, 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 so, no, no. So um, that's one story. Wow. So then how did the second one go? It was still painful, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, I that was one thing. Anyway, I'll talk to Forget it. Look at the next question. Next question. Yeah, you can't get up your own time, man. Um, I'm going to skip it. This question is no, way too long it. to ask. No, when, 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 okay, Jeff Spin wants to know, Jeff underscore Spin on Twitter, when monkeys masturbate, do you think they call it spanking the human? Is that for me or is that for you? That's for you. Are you sure? Yeah. No, you just said yeah with a question mark. Get to the next no, question. No, yes. No, it's next, for you. It's not. It doesn't sound like it's for me. Okay, I'll answer it then. No. It is spanking the human. They do I, call it that. Say it again. I know that for a fucking fact. Say the question again. When monkeys masturbate, do they call it spanking the human? Yeah. They do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I'll tell you why they don't. Why? Because they don't even know what they're doing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When monkeys are masturbating. Are you a monkey? Going, do you know that for a fucking monkey fact? That's what oh, they're yeah? thinking. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. When I hear them, I go, spanking the human, spanking the human. That's what I hear. Okay. So we can agree, disagree. Okay. Okay. Annalyn, okay. What do we Let's go in the now? thunder round. Let's go to the thunder round. You know what? Let's go to the fucking thunder round. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to shoot this but, thunder round. Let me see the timer thing. Oh, four, four minutes. Four minutes and 12 seconds. Listen to that. This is the thunder round, Bobby Lee. What happens here? We go through topics very quickly. <laughs> In six minutes, we go through topics. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Ann Lynn McCoy from 90210 accidentally tweeted a picture of her exposed nipple this week. Did you see it? No. She's hot, right? Yeah. Nipple shown to a fan. I love it. She pulled I a love, wiener. I love nipples. What would it look like? It was a nice little, like a medium sized nipple. Good, look good. Good. I don't like the kind that's like big and it blends into the breast. I like borders. Agreed. You, you know, need borders. I need borders. You know, I, I like those little Mexican pimples on the United inside States too. border. Yeah. yeah, it can't look like a stretched out sand dollar. No, no, no. It can't blend. Or like a or like a silver dollar pancake. Can't look like those. Yeah, I don't like when lips do it too. Totally. Oh yeah. It can't I need blend. Li- I need lips to have a border. Oh yeah, you fucking need them. And yeah, then some yeah. girls try to draw it on. I don't buy it. I don't buy it, man. You, it has no. It has no texture. Yeah, yeah. 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 When you don't border. Yeah. Agreed. Like the anus is about, you need a border. It's exactly true. Okay. Todd Glass came out as gay this week. No, he didn't. He did. On Mark Maron's podcast. But real? For real. Todd Glass is gay? Todd Glass is gay. He came out? Isn't that crazy? How long has he been Hilarious gay? comedian. You seen him on Tosh.0? I don't know. He just came out like a couple days ago, I think. That's incredible. Isn't I that crazy? That. You didn't know that? Did you know? See, I think I had heard that actually years ago and I... I've of course never said anything because Todd's a friend. I would yeah, say anything. I love that. Was he's a great guy, hilarious human being, wonderful him. guy. He should play Fred Flintstone in a movie one day. He looks yeah, like Fred he's Flintstone. Great man, that's fantastic. Yes, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Best of luck to you. Congrats, my friend. Um, smart kids grow up to be heavier drinkers. Study says. Yeah. Why do you think that would be? It's true. Smart yeah. kids grow up to be a lot heavier drinkers. I think smart kids and drink more frequently, more often. I think they maybe can handle it better. Like for instance, this right? Like when smart kids take LSD, I believe. That their hallucinations are even deeper. Oh, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, like because you know, I used to have new, you know guys that were so stupid, 
and they would take the same exact hits I did, right, of acid. Yeah. They go, I just see trails. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm in the movie Blade Runner. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm literally on a spaceship right now, dude. Uh, you know? I see Harrison Ford. He's right in front of me. That's but hilarious. like the dumb guys are like, dude, I see like, you know what I mean? They have Colors, much stupider, stupider hallucinations. I just keep thinking, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Amish refuse to use reflective triangles on their horse and buggy because it's too flashy of a color for their conservative lifestyle. They were recently arrested because of that and given fines have to go to court because uh-huh. they refuse. Is that absurd? To me, that's fucking ridiculous. No, they won't have a flashy triangle so people don't get run over by their fucking buggies. Can I say something? Yeah. That's one religion that is committed to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when they're, you know what I mean? And you, you, my hat's off to them. But does the world have any hope when they literally butt up against even simple commonplace laws? And then a few months ago, there was that crazy sect within Amish country that they would, they're, they're like gangs almost, but within Amish, the most peaceful, simple people had one sect. The guy was cutting off pe- the rival sect's beards at their door, oh. ring their doorbell, cutting their fucking beard off. Really? Like if Amish can't even get along, yeah. they don't even want to fucking have an outlet in their fucking house because it'll get in the way of the peace of their did butter churning. Did you ever see the documentary Devil's Playground? No. You have to see that. Really? Why? What is it about? It's about Amish teenage kids. Really? You know how they have that? I don't know what it's called. I forgot what it was called, but that year where they can do anything that they want. One year. And do drugs. Yeah. Yeah, it's about I think that. It's their, I think it's their, their bar mitzvah? Yeah, it's a kind of like a bar mitzvah. Sure. But it's about that. It's incredible. Really? Yeah, I know. would like to watch that. Yeah. Um, I just think it's an intense story, though. Michelle Obama this week said that she is not an angry black woman. <sighs> she interviewed with Gail whoever King. Was, whoever said that she well, was. The Republicans hate on her a lot, though, because they say, why is she even telling our kids what to eat? I think they do not like a black woman telling their kids what to eat. That's the most benign, healthy, obvious. It's another one of those things Republicans argue against that logic dictates. You're arguing for your children getting fat and dying earlier yeah. and being unhealthy, getting heart attacks. They're like, she shouldn't tell us to be healthy. She's not saying you can't ever eat a fat food. She's saying be healthy, get moving. And that's something she has to defend in this book that came out uh, by Cantor called The Obamas. It says that. She's depicted that way a lot and that she would fight a lot with Obama's campaign staff during the campaign. And she just said, no, my staff interacted with theirs occasionally. Maybe I express an opinion. Like she's a human being. They're just doing their best. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, people are just doing their best. And it's obvious, isn't it? I don't, I mean, I, there was many times where Obama has disappointed me. I just feel like he's, he caves in too quickly at times and he yeah. compromises too quickly. Agreed. I think he needs to put his foot down, you know, but I think that no matter who took our office, it would have been, it's going to, it was going to be a nightmare, you know? It was the worst set of circumstances yeah, I, I, that you could ever have. You he know did the I mean? best he fucking could do with that shit. Yeah. I think. And I think that he deserves, deserves four more years. Oh, I think absolutely it's a Deserves fact. it. He does deserve it because yeah. the opposition is such obstructionist. They're trying to stymie any progress. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to fix the worst shitstorm. Has done a good job at least stopping the bleeding and starting turn the ship around. Reverse don't ask, don't tell. Uh, passed a sweeping overhaul of healthcare. Something that no president been able to do forever. Save the car industry. We're finally gaining jobs. That's good, dude. Yeah. That's, that's decent. He got Osama bin Laden. Got and kill Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Republicans have to give him some love for that shit. How do they – we have to develop an ethic in this country where we can at least stand by obvious fucking values. But he died – he didn't die then though. 
He didn't what? Osama bin Laden. What do you mean? He wasn't dead. He was dead a long time ago. Really? That's what you think? I know. You know what you mean you know? I know, man. It's Based obvious. on what? They're going to throw the, the, the most wanted man on earth, his dead body, into the ocean? Why? They claimed for Islamic law. No. Out of respect. No. Not to create a shrine. No. If you, if you, the, if you're the president of the United States and you killed the most wanted man on planet earth, right? You're not gonna throw away the body. You're gonna do a little show and tell. Well, they had the pictures. He said he didn't want to create propaganda to inflame. They don't have no pictures, bro. They showed them to members of Congress. They don't, they, you know, they, they have pictures of the guy from five, six years ago, maybe. That they photoshopped. I don't know, man. I never saw him. You know what I mean? But let me tell you something, man. It's fishy, bro. It's fishy. Really, he's just chilling in a little compound in Pakistan, <laughs> right? Really, with his whole family living on one floor. I mean, yeah. Why not at least release some of the footage from the helmet cams of the Navy SEALs, even just showing him in the room for a second before we shot? Yeah, him? I mean, there's something fishy going on, man. But I, they also, why would they claim that? Why would they admit to us that, that that we had those helmet cams? Look at the way we got. I mean, look at the way they hung Hussein, right? You think that there was any like respect there at all? Right. You think we give a but shit? But that wasn't us hanging them. That was the Iraqi government hanging them. We would have stopped all it. all the difference. We would create millions more of enemies. If we cared about stuff like but that. But you said that earlier. Yeah. Well, you, no, but we wanted him dead. What time is But it? we didn't kill him. Well, what, hold on. What is it? We get two-minute bonus no, 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 round no, no, when no you bring up that That's oh, Bin Laden minutes. was not Tw- killed. Twelve minutes, man. At, at 940, you say Bin Laden was not killed when we thought he was. That is a strong statement. Two-minute bonus round. Okay. We're almost done. All right. You made it was bold words. Yeah, yeah. That's not bold words. Well, you're saying it like it's fact, and it's you're, you don't know that. You're, it's hearsay. I, 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 you know, I'm not a dummy, okay? So you believe. No, I, I, I watch TV. Like, stage the thing. No, listen. No, I watch television like everyone else, yeah. right? And I sit there, and I know that the media, you know what I mean? Fox News, you know what I mean? The MSNBC, they all have their agendas, okay? Yeah. So I try to look at it like, you know, objectively, you know what I mean? And when that shit came on, I just thought to myself, you, you, what? You threw away the body? You, you just threw it away? Just in the ocean, just, you know, you know what I mean? He's the most, he did not love, and you got, no, just listen, you're gonna, it's, no, no. That's funny, it makes sense, except for the fact that, People with conspiracy theories give too much credit to people to keep a secret. How would all those Navy SEALs have kept a secret? Everybody in that picture watching it go down on live video yeah. keep that secret forever, and they'll never tell. Hey, JFK assassination. They'll never write a book about it. Hillary Clinton will JFK never say that there, there was see- nothing on that screen. There's secrets all over the fucking place, man. But what do you mean? How do they know everybody keeps great secrets? You can't keep a secret with one person in your life. If you're like your close friend, you can say a secret. It'll get out half the fucking Todd time. Glass kept secret that he was gay. I heard it, though. I never did. I heard Ever. It. Okay, so what I'm saying is, is that I watched that and I said to myself, you know, I mean, there's something really fishy going on. And also, you know, we all we I'm not I'm not, let me say something. I'm not a part of the government. I I know you think I am. Right? You're I don't not know. Part of the government. I don't have any education at all. I never went to college. All right, I know little. Okay, you're not the U.S. ambassador to Korea. What? You're not the U.S. ambassador to Korea. Both of them. No. 
Okay. okay. Somebody. So I'm a person that doesn't know anything about anything. Yeah. And I know that we've always known that he was in Pakistan. Right. I don't know how I know it yeah. because I just watch TV. I read the newspaper and this and that. Yeah. I know that Iraq, going in Iraq, Iraq and Afghanistan was a, sh- a sham. Yeah. Okay. And I know that 9-11, the actual event, there's something fishy going on. Okay. There's something fishy going on, the way the buildings went down, how some of the buildings surrounding the buildings didn't go down. Wow. You know what I mean? And I'm saying that there's something going on, man. And I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe in... You just believe in every conspiracy? No, I don't believe in 2012. You know what I mean? I don't believe... That's a conspiracy. That's a Mayan calendar prophecy. Okay, whatever. All right. And I don't believe that there is a lizard alien race living Mm. amongst ourselves. That's where you're wrong. Okay, and 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 one of them is Bill Clinton and and Hillary, and and the Bushes that they're uh, I'm an Israeli race. No, they're not any. Alien. Yes, I am. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna lick you to death, Bobby, yeah. with my lizard tongue. Okay. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, that's how I feel. But what am I? I'm just a little guy, man, just trying to live his life. I mean, that got real deep, and I gotta say, we have 20 seconds left in our. No, no, no. You are a bonus deceiver. Round. We have 20 seconds left. You're a deceiver. In our three minute and 42 second bonus round. 20 seconds left. What is that now? What is that? Over? That's the bonus round. That's three minutes over. No, that's one minute over the bonus round. There's no, you added two minutes to some bullshit. I'm the fucking host of the show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can leave though. This is an American city. I'm an American city. I'm bigger than you. I will keep you note. We're almost done. Okay. Okay. We're almost done. Just don't touch it. Okay. You brought it serious, which transitions perfectly into my last story. Okay. The Kardashians have a new shoe (laughs) line. I'm kidding. Right here, I'm in Billings, Montana, this weekend. Can I plug something? Friday and Saturday. Go to, of course you can plug. Go to MontanaComedy.com, I believe, or LaughStub.com for tickets. Follow me at Ben Glebe on Twitter. Follow Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee Live on Twitter. Please follow him. And I'm at the um, Fort Lauderdale Improv at the end of the month. You know the dates? Something, something, something. Go to your website, which is I don't have a website for dates. Go there. Fort Lauderdale Improv website. Fort Lauderdale Improv's website. Improv.com. Click on Fort Lauderdale. Hashtag me last week on Earth for questions, comments. Podcast might be over in a few seconds. Bobby's saying you're for six hours. I'm on time to the fucking couch. Thanks for being here, Bobby. I love you. That love was you fun. too, man. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Here's Gangstar with Above the Clouds. Until last week, next week. This has been Last Week on Earth. It has come to our attention that a mysterious force is loose somewhere in outer space. The mysteries of creation are there. Up in the sky. Up in the sky. The moon and the planets are there. And new hopes for knowledge and peace are there. And therefore, as we set sail, we ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure of which man has ever embarked. Disaster to evil factors, demonic chapters shall be captured by kings through the storms of days after. And to the earth from the sun through triple darkness to blast you with a force that can't be compared to any firepower. For its mind power shared, the brainwave causes vessels to circulate like constellations reflect at night off the lake. Word to the father and mother earth, seek an everlasting life through this hell for what it's worth. Look, listen, and observe. And watch another sea cycle pulling my peeps to the